welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I'm Fufu Cuddly Poof, and this is level 262. Joining me tonight is Matrark. Hello. Big L. Hi. And joining us fresh from Achievement Fest is Vulgar Latin. Hi, I'm Vulgar Latin, and my favorite member of NSYNC is Joey Fatan. Oh. <laughs> That's a name. That's a good one. Pay. <laughs> Patrons will understand why why he just said that. <laughs> no, that one. was totally you, you, off the cuff and random. You ever see that uh, episode of um, of uh, Impractical Jokers? He's on that guy's. He seems like a really he's, funny dude. He is the also the announcer for Family mm-hmm. Feud, the new one with Steve Harvey, and I think has a game show network show because when I'm at home, I watch a lot of game shows like at my mom's place because mm-hmm. they have Game Show Network. And unsurprisingly, if you know me, I'm very into game shows. He's in that Never robot chicken episode. Just you know, mm-hmm. he's, he's seems like all, all he's a real jam up guy. Mm-hmm. There's no <laughs> way who are you to doubt Joey Fatone. You have to have like his IMDb up or something. <laughs> you know, email nope. this webzone if you know anything about Joey Fatone. <laughs> Post your favorite Joey Fatone fact in our Discord. <laughs> That's one worship, way. Worship Joey Fatone in show? a church of your choosing. Before this, before today, I don't think I've ever heard that name before. That's incredible. And if I have, <sighs> it has completely glossed by me because that, that is a brand new name to me. So uh, are there <laughs> video games under that rock you live in? We can talk about those. Oh, <laughs> got him. Coming out Nailed here. Him. Get him strays. Yeah, that's just why don't you I just I Google don't search him, turn off uh safe search and um <laughs> no max paint no wait what if you're telling me to search something without safe search I am not <laughs> safe searching oh, right. I can get big points a different way I don't need it that way <laughs> get extra big because I can tell you all I'm gonna get is boing points instead boing of big po- points nice maybe uh, <laughs> nice, But uh, yeah, achievement fest. So, Devin, you know you're one of how many people with the achievement fest? I know it was quite a bit. I Seventy. Didn't see an actual number, but I can. I mean, if I was smart, I would have grabbed the shirt and just counted the names on the back. But yeah, uh, but you don't want to look at that. I saw the I saw that picture with everyone there. I was going to say it looks like a, like sixty to eighty people. Something, or something like that. Like you that don't that wanna, sounds about right. I think yeah. seventy. You don't want to look at that lavender just like That's that lavender shirt. I'll have you know, I adore that shirt mostly for how sure that you do. horrible it clashes. <laughs> the two color, the lime green and that pink, <laughs> is so bad. I picked up a Warhammer army. I bought it from someone at Achievement Fest, and I'm going to use that shirt as a reference for what I want my Warhammer army to look like in paint. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a joke. You know, you know, I didn't plan on bashing the shirt, but yeah, it's not great. I love it. (laughs) It's not great. I legitimately love just how it can stun a blind man from 50 paces. Also, (laughs) if you're looking, uh, Someone had the first print run of the shirt, which is why there's pur- is purple and very grimace. Uh, and so if you're looking and wondering, like, why is their shirt a different color? That's just the first one. And that was what the original color was supposed to look like. 
And I don't like that one as much because that one's like, you know, normal and stuff. I don't think anything about any of those shirts is normal. It's made of cotton. I'm okay. That's that's normal. (laughs) (sighs) But yeah, so topic of discussion for this week is just going to be Achievement Fest. We reached out to a couple of the people that went and then our patrons and asked them, you know, give us a story of what happened, any achievements that you unlocked, stuff that you were able to do there that you wouldn't have been able to do otherwise. Um, I guess we'll just start with you, Devin, since you actually want, you can give your story, read out responses or whatever. Sure. Um, Floor is yours. Oh, oh boy. Uh, boy. So I'll start with uh, Skeptical Mario, who said that the Metro Diner was pretty good. And I have to agree, it was right next to there. I had a fried chicken... (laughs) Uh, bechamel or not like not a bechamel a begs benedict with fried chicken and oh my god it was good and like chicken and waffles that sounds really oh, dude good. you have no idea they gave me half of a bird with like a full thing of waffles and it was like 20 bucks <laughs> that sounds amazing yeah um but anyway the real answer uh from mario is i bought four consoles and didn't play any of them instead borrowing others to complete three esoteric stacks of batman arkham asylum in as many days and it's true mario was camped out in one section uh playing batman arkham asylum and completed three stacks in three days it was wow intense i've never seen as much batmaning in my entire life um, I believe that honestly sounds like a great weekend. Batman Arkham Asylum is fantastic. <laughs> uh, yeah, I believe he did. I know he did games for Windows Live and J- Japan. Um, I don't remember what the last one was, um, but feel free to ask I'm on it. it. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. Because uh, I actually uh, stayed at the <laughs> Airbnb or at an Airbnb. Now, there's more than one in Terrorhood, I'm, I'm sure. Uh with Mario and Ahizo, and yeah, it was, that was a topic of discussion. Is uh, yeah, how's Batman going? So S- still, you the- were right, and you were right. The third one is Game of the Year, uh, games for Windows Live. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, there's two games for Windows Lives. Yeah, so so it, isn't that hard to get to work to begin with? Yes, and uh, that was one of the big draws. Is I believe uh, Bob. Uh, mm-hmm. Super Bob brought a Games for Windows Live machine that just had <laughs> as many of them that you could get going. That's amazing, and yeah, that's yeah, a, a heck of an effort, really. That's some of the stuff that you that you get there, and I'll go over some of the other stuff. But I know like Japanese consoles were there. There was a PAL console, or at least one, um, and a lot of really rare or interesting or really hard to get games and delisted games. There was like an Xbox that just had a ton of delisted games that you couldn't get anymore. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's definitely one of the big draws. Um, so it's like a museum in a way, a little bit kind of. Yeah. And you're <laughs> it's less like, Hey, you want to help me out really, with this from game? Years past. <laughs> and it's like, I have no idea. Like, I tried helping Polygon with the Black Eyed Peas experience, which is a game that I only oh vaguely goodness. knew existed. And he needed <laughs> wow. someone to help with the vocals while he did the connect part. And I was trying to hit the vocals of I'm a bee and uh, <laughs> I'm not a bee. I, I, I'm here to definitively <laughs> state it. I'm not. You're an F. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Maybe Would a you C? say you're a D, C, yeah. C minus. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, oh, man. So, uh, Retro Chief, uh, someone I was sitting uh, next to, he said uh, he put together Red Dead Redemption posse, cross-dressed in Fable 3, and uh, beat someone with a chicken in Clone Carnage. And I believe that was me. Uh, we did... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, we did Destroy All Humans Clone Carnage, which is a free uh, game. It's just, But there is a local co-op achievement in it. And you can imagine finding someone to do that local co-op is a <clears throat> bit of a bear. <clears throat> so we just did. Yeah, yeah. We just did that while we were there and did a lot of Red Dead Redemption. So Liar's Dice and uh, Poker were That's done. so cool. And we got like, because we had a group. So like Death Dealers and Kronos. So Heizo like a was there. land party. It's a bit of a land party, except That's all so over cool. Xbox Live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of the cool thing. And it, it's it's an interesting experience because you can almost always find somebody to just like either pop it in their Discord or you just walk around like, hey, can someone help me with this one thing? I just need like literally anybody to, to do this thing and you can get <sighs> it done. So just having that kind of access and a lot of people who are, you know, mostly up for that kind of thing is is an interesting experience for sure. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, In a way, this really is kind of like the ultimate land party. A little. Yeah. Well, I mean, stuff getting stuff like rock band achievements or connect achievements. Cause good luck finding anybody in your life that will help you do connect achievements. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe be able to find like a rhino stuffed animal somewhere. I mean, this was the, some of the stuff was, pretty intense like i know the gunstringer got done uh, i think that's one of the responses sorry for spoiling that uh but yeah that's uh we did like a four yeah, player rock band uh 100 yeah, like a stuffed animal <laughs> yeah you can't do... be able to get a five stars and just dance yeah yeah no he does not just dance he just sits there right uh, and then uh, P-Tart said, uh, I was able to play and complete the delisted Uno Rush with a Heizo and got some Green Day Rock Band achievements done and managed to play 24 <laughs> visual novels, give lots of hugs, and do a fair amount of social so socializing. Funny. Also, someone was attacked by a ceiling tile. Which is true. That, that Wow, there's a lot in that. Lots to unpack there. <laughs> do we want to take this individually? or Go for it. Okay, so yeah, Uno Rush, I watched them play it. It's delisted a one to two hour card and board. It's an Uno game, but everyone plays with their cards face up and it auto plays. So you have to organize them in order. And it looked terrible. Wow, Interesting. <laughs> it, uh, and you can't buy it anymore. And there's probably a good reason. And uh, yeah, I think the main one's probably the ceiling tile, right? Like, so... As you can imagine, yeah. in a room like that with Xboxes and 70-some-odd people, it's going to get pretty warm. So the AC was set somewhere between the Antarctic and a meat freezer. And with that... That sounds wonderful. It's delightful <laughs> if you're not paying the electric bill. Uh, Fair. But like the condensation got to one of the tiles, and then just all of a sudden it <laughs> dropped... And hit some hit somebody basically, uh, and made a bit of a mess and was <laughs> dripping there for a while. And I don't really know where it came from, but I was sitting nearby and I was like, "Oh, huh, ceiling tile fell down." <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
I like it cold in the house, but I've never had it so cold to where a ceiling tile wanted to fall out because of condensation cold. Yeah. So who it, did it fall on? That's a new level it of AC. Fell on, I believe, someone named Redemption that was not Redemption Denied. Different Redemption. I called him Redemption Accepted. Ah, makes sense. I don't think that caught easy on. Easy jokes are easy. Yeah, but, but yeah, there's a uh, just you know, like one of those drop ceilings, you know, like the tiles, like uh like they have in an yeah. office any office building or school. Yeah. One of them didn't do any real damage to anything, thank goodness, but made a bit of a mess. Still funny. Yeah. Are the t-shirts for next year going to be like, I survived the great ceiling tile collapse of 2023? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can pitch it to, uh, and, and see, yeah. yeah. I mean, that I way think you I can might see bring repeat customers. One. There you go. <laughs> that is interesting, you know, that it's been going on for so long that some people just bring like their old shirts so it's kind of like going to a concert where it's just like you see somebody and they they wear like the, the 2012 or something you know it's like oh hey you've been wait 2012 it's been going on that long yes i think mango was saying Dang, i actually did not realize it's been going on that long like mango was saying this was his first time back in like five years and it's like wait it's been going on so long that you missed the last five years i would have thought that it was like well Six year, six or seven years. No, Mango old. missed last year, and then the two before were uh, pandemic. He was at the one before that. Okay, yeah, twenty nineteen was the one. I, this is my yeah. second one because yeah. I went to last year's, which was the first one post pandemic. Yeah, but yeah, it's been going on for a bit. Well, an yeah. achievement fest so, started as a three sixty voice thing, right? And three sixty voice hasn't been around in a a good while now. So. Speaks to the age of the of the get together. Ah, uh, that makes more sense. But yeah, it's 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 fun. I wish it was closer. It's a nine hour drive for me um, through Missouri or Iowa. Take your pick. It's not good either way. What's the difference? Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. It's, yeah, uh, twelve hours from here. I've looked. So that sounds like I think it's eight from here. It sounds pretty bad. That's doable. No. But yeah, uh, Heizo and I, uh, <laughs> I carpooled, I guess. Or drove, he flew into Omaha and we drove together. And Who did? Heizo uh, and I. Yeah. He flew oh, nice. to Omaha because it worked out that that's just much more economical for him to fly to Omaha and then drive the nine hours than any other way. Then for him. Wow, it's good to have. I mean, I guess depending on on you and the way you like to travel, but it's good to have company for that kind of ride too. Oh, you have no idea, yeah. uh, especially on the last day. Uh, so last year when I did it, I, you know, normally these things I barely get any sleep just because of excitement or whatever. But I average about four to six sure. hours of sleep. So generally on that last Sunday, I am tired, and just having someone yeah. else to help. There's only so many podcasts in the world that you can listen to, or yeah, it's <laughs> it's too much. So, <laughs> might I suggest Critical Role? <laughs> they have a lot of podcasts. You know, normally people might recommend the one that they're on at the time, but that's a that's a choice. I mean, 
Uh, I believe we listened to the last podcast on the left, and behind the bastards, we learned all about the Mothman. I'd be playing loud ass music on a twelve hour drive to right. stay awake. Not no podcast will put me right to sleep. Oof. People talking, huh? people talking, but... oh, no, oh. and then and then you know coffee and energy drinks and all that. Oh yeah, that seems like a good idea. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a staple. Yeah, trucker pet pills. Um, but yeah, it's, um, uh, as far as my other, you know, the game that I, the, the big one that I did, I'll, I'll save for the game showcase, but yeah, the Red Dead Redemption did that, uh, four player perfect rock band, uh, managed to get done. So now I could theoretically complete that game for like a rock band. I probably never will, nice. but I could, uh, we did keep talking and nobody explodes locally with like printed out copies. Um, that was Whoa. a lot of fun. Oh, that sounds like um, fun. Ooh. And uh, a lot of Army of Ruin. I've grown to really yes. like Army of Ruin. Um, okay. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that if you played that. Because I know you hate Vampire Survivors. Yeah, Army of Ruin is like uh, Vampire Survivors, but they just gave you the good parts. <laughs> it's so good. Like, I've seen you word that differently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you said it values your time or something like that. Well, yeah. Like, Army of Ruin, you can beat the first run on your own, and you don't have to... It doesn't expect you to break your face. It's great. Yeah. I uh, would highly recommend Army of Ruin. Uh, I did a... It's amazing. did a bunch of... Uh, oh, I did Steep. The DLC for Steep, The Road to the Olympics, is only on disc. You can't buy it anymore, so I managed to buy it. And shout-outs to Larvy. Uh, who is there, who I managed to get that disc from, and the game that I'm going to talk about at the game showcase. Um, so yeah, that was my time. There's a lot, and I can expand on some stories that you guys have here, if you would like as well. I don't really know. It's kind of jazz format. I don't really know how best we're going to do it. You know what I mean? Alright. You just yeah, yell we can, out whatever. We can go along with that. If, Michelle, you want to go ahead and start reading your responses sure i can go ahead and start doing that i'm gonna start off by reading a Hizo's response uh much like last year it was mostly socializing while playing games i can play at home with a splash of achievement hunting in between i did uno rush with p-tart and cleaned up my last couple non-co-op red dead redemption achievements otherwise i was hanging out with vulgar retro death chronos and fug for most of it while playing army of ruin so basically he did everything devon did Song Pop <laughs> was Smart. another big one, I guess. Mm. Uh, song Pop, it plays a song and then gives you a multiple choice set of answers like you don't know Jack, either song titles or artist name. Everyone plays on their phones. It's great. A whole ton of themes, genres, and eras to choose from. So I, I saw this came up a little bit in the discussion in uh, Discord, the Song Pop, but I'm really not familiar with it. So Devin, that might oh, be a uh, so place um, for you to step yeah. in. So Song Pop is... Uh, so like a you don't know Jack style game where you can give a code and join it off your phone, um, but it'll do like a name that tune. So it has a bunch of different genres and artists all grouped up. So like I picked 80s hair metal and then it would pick that's the category and then it'll play a snippet of the song. And sometimes it wants you to have a you like swipe to do the multiple choice. And it's either the song title or the artist and fastest one gets more points 
and I liked it so much. I saw it was on sale for 10 bucks and I just bought it immediately after playing it there. I was just like, this sold. A competitive name that That actually too. sounds really nice. Yeah. Cool. And I like that. A lot. And we were doing it so that the winner or second place, if so, we didn't get repeat winners, would just pick a new genre and just roll with it. Um, so that made it very interesting just to pick like yeah let's do country rock let's see what that's all about or punk or uh like uh some of the youngins made me feel really old by picking like songs from the 2020s which is weird because i distinctly remember music just stopping around 2013 when i graduated college (laughs) i don't know if you guys remember that Mm. i remember that sounds good to me yeah it just stopped um Oh, yeah, and I also wanted to give Ahizo props because I, I used him for help for Mortal Kombat 11 and Injustice 2's, uh, like, strategic tutorials. Like, the, I just have never been able to do those tutorials. That's another thing. Sometimes you can get people to help you with achievements. Uh, like, I did one for Fug for uh, Super Lucky's Tale, where I beat the one of the bosses without being hit. And uh, things like that. You can get people to help you out with stuff Ooh. that you wouldn't normally be able to do. See, I'm I'm usually oh my God, that yourself, I have a single <laughs> civilization revolution achievement that I cannot get to save my life. And I would love to be able to, to have that done. So I'm usually not in the camp where I, I want that sort of thing. Like I I, I like to have my tagging and be a reflection of my skills, but if I ever were to go to Achievement Fest Whoever can get me the drum achievements in Beatles Rock Band so I can get that final um, final picture that I can use. I, I won't switch from my George Harrison ever, but just to have it, like that would be the thing where I'm like, no, this is okay. This is okay. I just am not uh, good enough at drums. Right. I, I know that. Uh, yes. So I know just the guy that could do that for you. Or I think <laughs> there is um, an auto drummer. I know that the last year no. there was a magic guitar. Which is how I did the uh, Through the Fire and the Flames. So if you look at me last year, I somehow magically did Through the Fire and the Flames on Expert and hit Star Power three times through it and did the solo and the final countdown. Yeah, I know. It's like I was struck by divine inspiration (laughs) and also a cheating guitar uh, Uh, that let me just do those things. Yeah, like... I don't. Whatever I've other been people so choose close to do, to being that song I refuse to do. Yeah, that. like whatever other people choose to do is is cool. Like that that stuff's not for me. Like I I just don't. It's really that I just want that one thing. But even then, I'm sure if I got to the moment where somebody could actually hit the drums for me, I'd be like, nah, I actually don't do it. So someday, someday I'll sit down and practice again and get there. But uh, but yeah, man, playing Rock Bandit uh, and the song pop. I can't believe it came out. It looks like last year, last September. Um, and like you said, it's another one of these Jackbox style games. And I feel like even the Jackbox sort of relevant games, things like, um, Awkward or, um, Riff Tracks, like they still kind of have hit our general consciousness, but I feel like this one never did. And I wonder why that is because multiple people from Achievement Fest had said this was sort of like a a low key, uh, like winner of the weekend kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know either. I have no idea why I never heard of it. I think part of it is because the name Song Pop makes me think it's not that. Right. Like when I hear Song Pop, th- I think it's a karaoke. <laughs> right. You look at the genres yes. and, and music is not one of the genres. It's education and trivia and party. Wait, what? Yep. Because it's not, it's not a, it, it's the, 
you're not actually doing anything with the music other than identifying it. So it's a trivia game. Yeah. It's not a rhythm game. Mm. Okay. I'll give him that. But, but like, Devin's you're right. Basically when you hear playing, song pop, it that sounds tune. like, <laughs> yeah. All right. Let me move on to another response here. I've got Fug with a real brief response. A lot of people that hadn't played it before, quote unquote, played Ab's Animals. Uh, also, we heard that uh, hmm. Fug had some really unfortunate <laughs> travel luck, uh, both on the way to Achievement Fest and on the way home from Achievement Fest. He caught black, uh, uh, caught uh, flat tires. So, oh, yeah. That so that's that's rough. And then also, uh, Fug brought uh, his daughter uh, Morgan with him uh, to Achievement Fest, and uh, also when she got home, she found out she needs to have her gallbladder removed. So Achievement Fest was great, but oh, man. Uh, you know, all, all love to Morgan that everything goes well, and and for Fug that everything's good there, and they got home safe and all that. Uh, but yeah, I think that this this Achievement Fest is mostly going to be marked by flat tires, uh, and, uh, and gallbladders and surgery. And that's. <laughs> for, uh... for Fug. That's a super unlucky tale. Um, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I feel Damn. like you were sitting on that one. Whew. Oh. <laughs> he totally was. No, I <laughs> he had, I he's been writing you, it but... down for, for days. He's, <laughs> ever since he heard about it. <laughs> um. But uh, finally, I'm going to read Dakota's response. Highlights include helping a handful of AH101 folks unlock Liar's Dice achievements in Red Dead Redemption, watching Redemption Denied cross 4 million gamer score, listening to 17 too many attempts at Raven the Grave for whatever dance game people were playing, getting some local co-op done in Shank 2, and then playing a dozen or two crappy games to put up 70,000 gamer score in three days. So I don't, Ooh. I don't know which Just Dance has Rave in the Grave or whatever game it is, but I'm guessing that must have been some <clears throat> short replayable thing that people could grind through for some dancing. Oh yeah, game. And and there was one also Firework like that Saturday. Like oh, I think gosh. I heard Firework by Katy Perry like 20 times, <laughs> to the point where I walked up to someone and was like, "Hey, do you ever feel like a plastic bag got in a hurricane?" <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, that is another thing. You'll yeah. definitely see people play a lot of easy games because there's a lot of, you know, you can hop on people's boxes and if they own some of those games, you can just knock them out really quick. Um, so that's something you'll you'll see as well. Which See, I can see a lot of people doing that. Who wants to spend five hours on this crappy two minute game? Exactly. Every single week. Yeah. And it also is, you know, Achievement Fest. Might as well go there and get a ton of the achievements. I tried to go for, like, and, weird and wacky, um, or just stuff that I couldn't get on my own. Um, Western Press. I also got a Heise to do Western Press. I could never do that. I'm sure I could help him out, too, if he asked, but he never did. What a guy. <laughs> I don't know if you would know this, or maybe even you did it. But did you or anybody else like go in there with a plan or was it just the, hey, what's available and then go from yes. there? Um, 
I went in with the vaguest of plans where I was like, I had these few things that I wanted to get done. I wanted to get the local co-op in Clone Carnage uh, with Retro because I drug him in to start it. So I was like, let's get him. Let's get us both this one so we can complete the game. I wanted to get that steep DLC and then the game that I'm talking about in the game showcase. I wanted to do that. And then I had a bunch of like bonus goals for me. Which were just like, hey, if it becomes available and I can do it, I'd love to do this game. Uh, the one for me was uh, Fast and the Furious um, Horizon mm. 2 on the 360. Never got a chance to play it. Would be kind of neat. Never got around to it. But that kind of stuff. I know other people had definite plans of just like, you know, Mario, for one, was just like, I'm going to get these Batmans done. All of like, these are the three Batman. I They need them done. And that was his plan. A lot of people do. The first year, I did not have a plan, and then I just wanted to feel the see what it was about, and then afterwards, I was like, "Oh no, I got to write this down." <laughs> so, yeah, cool. All right, um, I'm gonna go ahead and re- read a response all from Kronos. He says, "Completed the ascent." Oof. was going to borrow the DLC from Fug, but the glitchiness of the game overcame even that basic cur- uh, courtesy. I did get it done, though. It took way too much of my time, time that would honestly have been better spent doing almost anything else, but I had to chase the completion. Also completed Golden Axe, the, the delisted XBLA game, and the delisted Magic... Uh, Tools of the Planeswalkers, DOP 20- I think. Thank you. 20, 2015 <laughs> X1 DLC content. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I th- think I played that game? That name sounds familiar anyway. Um, and he goes on to tell a story. Uh, just, uh, assisting with a keep talking and nobody dies game where we defuse the bomb with 0.17 seconds remaining was very fun. <laughs> yes, it was. Nice. Unexpected. <laughs> That's wild. Like, that's a nail biter. Oh, man. That was a story. Uh, continue. Sorry. Finish that. I could. Okay. Then and, uh, he goes on to say unexpected Red Dead Redemption work to get uh, Posse on a pe- pedestal and poker ace. <laughs> Put points on the board against uh, futiles in a game of Crocodile. And of course, a bunch of non gaming stuff. Yeah, Olga and I were just talking the other day about how amazing the uh, Red Dead achievement names are. They're top tier. Red Dead Redemption 1 is like the pinnacle, (laughs) I think, of just, it is an amazing list. Uh, It really is a fantastic list. Um, But yes. What's that Yeah, That is like a, it is a game that Futiles plays. He's really, really good at it. From what I understand, I believe it is like a shuffleboard sort of game, but like a miniature with a circle. But don't quote me on that, because I don't know. This is my impressions of it. Is it Xbox? Because that sounds like... No, it's a actual physical game. Okay. Um, I have not heard of that. But yeah. I play a lot of board games, but I've not heard of that one. But yes, we defuse the bomb and keep talking. Hmm. Nobody explodes in less than a second. Um, so I had Kronos and Ahizo, uh looking up the instructions, and I was defusing the bomb. And we got to one last one where we were unsure of what the instructions were. And the cl- time was clicking down. So I was just like, yeah, whatever. And I hit the button, and it solved it with less than 
a tenth of a second left to go. And it was a real... <laughs> it was the kind of thing that we thought should have been an achievement, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, that feels like an achievement. Like, oh, we... A really gimme achievement, because you can rig that, but still, like... Yeah, but still, with the idea of bombs, you know, diffuse it with less than a second, it's a common movie trope, right? Yeah, but what about but yeah, that exactly. rush of actually experiencing that? Every movie that? ever of a bomb diffuses it with a second left. It, that was it was an insane rush of just like because you know you're always on edge when you're doing that uh if you don't know keep talking and nobody explodes a game where one person can look at the bomb and the other people defuse it uh we were cheating even still it was very difficult you have to go through all the modules they were looking at the bomb and were able to help solve it and i had a cheat sheet um and it's still not something that's you know particularly easy to do but it's such a great little party game uh, to get everybody down and like ask questions back and forth and yeah <laughs> would recommend all right wow other response i'll read is from triple triad 777 and he says awesome yeah i've got i got a couple stories spent a lot of time playing connect stuff with elroy and sir polygon but the main story that sticks out is the gunstringer. Paul and I played through the whole game on hard mode to get that achievement, but it didn't unlock when we beat the game. It oh, was no. three in the morning. Oh my goodness. So I just gave up and quit out of the game, accepting that it wouldn't unlock. Paul suggested I load it up again just to see what happens, and it popped as soon as my save loaded up. Wow. Oh, a couple yay. other achievements that I got were there were these just dance ones. Nice. I'm glad they <laughs> they unlocked for you. Yeah, so that's goes on it. I'm surprised that Go ahead. usually that kind of stuff happens with Xbox One games. 360 games usually don't have that kind of uh, issue. So that's that's good that Polygon uh, suggested that and that it worked. Mm-hmm. It looks like these. Uh, uh, he goes on. Yeah, it looks like these Just Dance achievements are for getting ten jewels, and. It's in 2016 and 2017, and those are the ones where the servers just went down. I had been consulting with Triple Triad on the best way to get the some of those server closure achievements done. So yeah, he continued on with this. I didn't realize... Oh, you were going to read this part, but uh, looks like you could do <laughs> yeah. it with more than four people. That's that's awesome. Yeah, let me read it. Read he says, it's doable with four people, but a lot easier with five or six. Which I actually didn't know you that many people could do it at yeah. one time. <clears throat> Both the P Tarts, Paul, and another guy named uh, Larvy01 helped me out. And then lastly, everyone should try to make it. Always a great time to meet fellow gamers and knock out lots of local stuff. There's even talk of having someone from the Guinness Book of World Records come and do on site records. That would be sick. Happened before. Yeah. yeah that, that's what uh, they have them on site there with. Uh... It, it's fun seeing the records because they're. It's like uh, I think the one record was for like twenty thousand gamer score. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's just like, oh, honey, in two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like that's cute. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a different time, right? You couldn't just, yeah. Oh yeah, but yeah, it was it. It was one of those kind of records, but it was. It's interesting to see the progression of, of seeing like ten year old records like that and just seeing like the like what it's like now. 
Anybody by any chance off the top of their head know what the record for most gamers scoring on a day is now? I think a million. I, <laughs> I think someone did the million. Oh, wait, you're for real. I'm not. I don't know. I mean, I'm not surprised. I, don't know if it's that. I, I think it's pretty close. I think they, I know they did a million in like two days or something ridiculous like that. I remember God. it was a Polygon article about it. Wait, on a fresh tag or was it a bunch of preloaded crap? I think it was a fresh tag. Uh, it looks like two hundred fifty. I don't even thousand possible, but my god. Yeah, yeah. It looks like uh, I would have guessed two hundred k with all the rats and East Asia assaults out there. Uh, two hundred fifty thousand gamer score in that's one so day. Much. <laughs> Doesn't say here whether or not that's a Guinness record. Just an article about that on uh, GameRant.com. Um. But yeah, it's uh, it's a different time, as you said. Hmm. And it would have to so be a now fresh I'm tag. Curious. He said it was three in the morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, he says it was three in the morning. Were you guys like there was no like lights out part point or something? Um, so kind of. Uh, so certain nights, I believe it did go. Uh, but it went until the last person with a key left. So mm. if they had to leave, there had to be someone there that had a key to the building. But otherwise, it would go, you know, nonstop. So they did say that you had to get at least three hours of sleep a day. You did have to leave every day and get at least three hours of sleep and a shower and <laughs> eat. Um, oh, the shower parts are the important one out of <laughs> someone who goes to a lot of wrestling shows a lot of people uh, don't like to uh, shower and use deodorant sometimes oh yeah I've been to Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon uh, tournaments they ain't fun uh, for the senses yeah so what did yeah, everyone so, else say <laughs> so yeah, I, I noticed, want you go ahead and read some responses <laughs> I noticed uh, both after your thought. both uh, Triple Triad and uh, Devin mentioned uh, Larvy, and Larvy joined the uh, the Discord. So welcome aboard, Larvy. Welcome aboard. A few people did actually. So that's very cool. So I know there was an H one hundred one contingent, but people co mingling makes me happy. And yeah. Spread that word. Uh, Death and Glory said that he did a few things to help people, like help with some tough Guitar Hero and Rock Band Guitar achievements. Uh, he said, I also helped Dallas the Dude with Tony Hawk Project 8. For things I did for myself, I did a few easy completions and got about 25,000 gamer score during the event. Then I boosted Soul Caliber 5 multiplayer and completed Go Go Break Steady. Oh, nice. A four player, five star achievement on Just Dance Greatest Hits. Probably could have done more, but I enjoyed helping other people out with stuff. Good guy, Death and Glory, helping people. Yeah. That's a good array of uh, games. You got music games, Tony Hawk, Soul Calibur. Nice. Very nice. I reached out to Dog of Thunder, who was an old uh, writer on TA, 
back when Michelle was a writer. Is that right, Michelle? Yep. He predates me. Like we were, we wrote together on the site, but he started there before I did. He was one of the very, very early ones. That was a decade ago, right? At least. Uh, more. I well, TA's been around since two thousand six. No, eight. Whew. I think I started wow. writing with them in ten, maybe nine or ten. So really? Yeah, more than a decade ago. Yeah. I didn't know TA was that old. Yeah, man, I've been around on TA since like two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got mm-hmm. one of those four-digit user IDs, you know, OG or something. <laughs> yeah, so I reached <laughs> out to him because I knew he went, and he said he did mainly co-op achievements. Good man. Uh, he said, I helped one friend with Shank 2. Oh, wait, someone else said Shank 2. Yes. I bet you they did it together. Gasp. <laughs> so smart. Who was that? Dakota. Dakota, yeah. See? Like I said. Uh, never cleared 30 waves, but got all the other survival mode ones. Aw. And another with Let's Cook Together in Endless. Uh, nothing will ever be as fun as gaming together on the same console. Achievement Fest, Fest lets me do that again with friends I'd never see otherwise. See? That's what I like to hear. Oh, that, and you played Ab's Animal. (laughs) I also have never touched that otherwise. Holy bleep, how did that pass Microsoft's (laughs) Q&A? Right. (laughs) I don't think it did. Oh, I think he means QA. Q&A is something else. But yes. um, (laughs) Quality and assurance. Questions Um, and answers. Do you like money? (laughs) Guess yes. I have a question. Yes. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> you like free. You're totally right. <laughs> Do you like gamer score for doing nothing? We can have a ten thousand people are gonna buy this piece of crap. Did they have any legit sessions of let's cook together, like with actual food? That sounds fun with a bunch of people. Or was it you know was it let's cook together's on sale this week? No. And I saw it and I went, no. Ooh. Because I thought it was like uh, let's farm together type thing, and oh, that's just like, oh, this is not this is nothing close to that. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to think that if I went to Achievement Fest, I would be doing the same type of thing, looking for co-op multiplayer, the rock bands, the guitar heroes, the connect stuff. I I just kind of assume that you have all co-op achievements at this point. But I'd have to actually help out this time in person. I think. Well, maybe I'd yeah, help people. Yeah, because when you with, fall asleep, uh, I can actually like slap you up like this. Pour an energy drink down my There's gullet. There's no hiding behind <laughs> your mic. Help people with Turtles eighty nine. You you could probably get some for that. I would I would I would hit you up for turtles. I like turtles. And at the last minute while recording, I got a response from DJ Z Libby Man, who says, I completed a few Japanese visual novels, including one that is currently going for 200 plus on eBay. Ooh, he didn't say which one. I was able to play and complete Horizon Presents Fast and the Furious for the 360 on the delisted console. I wonder if that delisted console has uh, backups. I hope it, it does. It would be very sad if that yeah, uh, really. craps out. At the delisted Red Ring console. Oof. Why'd you put uh, that evil also, into the world? 
<laughs> it's it's like turtle food. It's cursed. I I also snagged some really quick visual novels on the X one from somebody's console who's was generous enough to let me play. I met of interesting people like P Tart and her husband. What? Did you meet anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> P Tart's like the wel- welcoming committee. She I like mean, says hello oh. to everybody. Like it's 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 pretty <laughs> top of mind. You think she's interesting? Woo. No, we love Pitart and her husband, Mr. Pitart. Everyone was generally very mm-hmm. nice and easygoing. It was a good group for sure. Well, outside of some flat tires and ceiling tiles, I uh, <laughs> haven't heard any bad stuff. All good stuff. Yeah, I bought a creepy mask. I ate really hot Ooh. wings. It was a good day. Ooh. Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw you did the uh, Buffalo Wild Wings challenge. The blazing thing. challenge. I I demolished Ted yeah, Wings in four and a half minutes for charity, um, and then uh, one of those for charity. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, we had a generous donor. Oh, you're for yeah, real. no, it was for Extra Life. That's why I did it. That's why I posted it on there. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. So thanks to everyone that donated to make that possible. Uh, and if you're interested, I believe I posted it on one of the public channels and also the patron. So you can watch me uh, like my face turn beet red and then me start to snot out really bad. It's it's super attractive. <laughs> um, that's what I like about it. And then I'll also, if anybody asks, post a picture of my creepy mask. It was very creepy. And can you believe that at five below they were had it on clearance for 250 they're practically wow. giving it away. Like five below has a clearance? <laughs> yes. It was a half off. No, sure. And then I went to buy it. And the guy behind the counter was like, so you going to wear that out? And I was like, no, I'll just wait. And then he like leans down and he bought one of the masks because he also <laughs> thought it was creepy. <laughs> so me and him both bonded over this creepy Seth Rollins mask. Are you going to wear it for Halloween and go trick or treat? Um, no. Please. But I Please. could. Um, hold on. I don't think Seth Kenny. Laugh. I don't think Kenny has seen this picture. Um, I don't think I have. You need to. Well, I have, and I blocked you for a while because it was really creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It is such a. It is such a good. Like it's a good picture. I'm waiting for this Kenny. Not yet. Although I so had to I have find a it. random question. With uh, everyone's gamer tag, I guess, flying free, has anyone accidentally had games started on their tags or any mishaps happen like that? Um, Not that I know of. I know that some people would consider that. There you go, Kenny. You can you can look at that now. You're going to love it. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) That's a mask. Yes. You could. That looks like I can only imagine why they were bad PlayStation One graphics. I can only oh. imagine why it was two fifty. I mean, it seems perfectly reasonable to me. Not even a wrestling fan wants to pay five dollars for it. <laughs> this creepy <laughs> Seth Rollins mask, and uh, I got it, and I snuck up behind Sir Polygon, the and eyes. was just like, "So what are you working on?" And he turns over, and he just jumps. <laughs> <laughs> That looks like it's out of out of like a bad PlayStation One game. It, that is awful. It looks like a murder mask. Yeah, 
I love it. At 250, that was a steal. I think I've gotten all the mo- <laughs> like anything I could ever hope to get out of it for 250. Well, one good scare is worth 250. It also came with wristbands so I could burn it down. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Just up in the value. Yeah. What were you saying? What? Burn it down? No, you were saying something before you sent that to me. You're in the middle oh, of a sentence. I was asking then. about... Um, oh, starting text? Yeah, just someone oh, accidentally yeah, starting right. games. And um, Do people near- remember to log off when they leave or are they intentionally are they leaving their tags logged in? I, I wonder about that kind of stuff. So I keep... I, I have a USB stick that has my 360 profile on it to mm-hmm. stop that from happening. So I just plug it in and then right. it's good to go and I can take it with me. Yeah, and smart. then I really don't log in my one profile, you know, too often so I, to other people's Xboxes. But when I do, I just make sure log out. Um, but, it, you know. It's not that big a concern. I suppose you could accidentally, it, but it would be uh, what would be considered a dick move in bird culture. <laughs> yeah. So last year was Power Wash Simulator, and this year Army of Ruin was the uh, most played game. What an improvement. Army of Ruin was the most played game in our little corner, but I don't think everything kind of held it at the it same just- level of allure as Power Wash. Was it just like a mindless game to play while BSing with people? Is that what it yes, was? Yes, I think that's a lot of it, is that okay. it's the kind of game that you can pick up and play mm. while you're waiting for other things to happen. Uh-huh. So you can just like yeah. set and like, hey, I'm waiting for this thing to to, to go down. I can do that. Um, yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good reason. Same with Power Wash. Like, it's not, There's really low stakes in Power Wash and really low stakes in Army Ruin. Really, because mm. you can just start back up. It's all fascinating. Highly recommend people go. I'm going to go next year. I'm going to drag the girlfriend along. She'll look completely confused and unimpressed. It's like, <laughs> it's like going on vacation and eating Domino's. Well, uh, well <laughs> what? I mean, oh, as for I places mean... to eat, there's not a lot of... Uh... Oh. <laughs> I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Uh, you are? I, uh, I don't know if you are. Or not. Uh, like, Keith are playing the fifth, you know, the eight million visual novels is more what I would expect to go down. Well, a lot of that stuff, I just went for things that I couldn't do on my own or without money. You know, I have. Yeah, that makes sense. But for other people, I'm more willing to pay for that kind of stupid stuff. So it's mm. not that big. And I'm, I also don't really care, but I wanted more quality. But everyone has their own kind of goals, and that's cool. Um, yeah, she I just must wanted be things very... I couldn't get. So she must be fluent in, in Japanese at this point. Some of those Japanese visual novels are weird. I looked over and like <laughs> yeah. Fug was playing well, one, and it was just like full on a naked lady eyes. with like suds <laughs> covering over the sensitive areas and i was like what is this about and it had like kissing points like he had to tap the a button to kiss the anime girl so that he could get his love points up and i was like i don't know that i want this 
on my like, tag. Yeah, I'm doing this for the gamers. <laughs> gamers, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's this game called? Just for you know, research purposes. Dude, I couldn't even begin to tell you what that game's called. It's in Japanese. Like, I don't even think anybody even knows what any of those games mean. They have like all of them have guides that tell you like hit the top Thank, option. Thanks, Sangrius. Oh. Yeah, make a save here because. Lord knows nobody mm-hmm. speaks Japanese or is in for the story with Google Translate. I was about to say Google Translate could help you. Uh, no. Yeah. No. We fast forward through the English ones just as much, so no. Um. Oh, I wouldn't pay attention to it. Yeah, definitely sounds fun. It does. But uh, oh, well, thanks for yeah. Those yeah, that was fun. I'm very much upset that I wasn't able to go. I really want to go one year. I'm really gonna try to go next year. I know, I know, I said that last year, but like, I really want to go one year. I believe in you, buddy. I'll get there eventually, hopefully. Then you'll get to Terre Haute, and you'll just be yeah. like, "Oh, that's a city." <laughs> <laughs> And it's it's so fortunate that it, I don't remember. Is it someone someone part of Achievement Fest owns eBash or they're friends with somebody who owns eBash? eBash is the the location where it's held, correct? Correct. Yeah. I don't know what the relationship is there because I don't ask a lot of questions. Okay, but I I think that's the case. So eBash is a it's the perfect kind of spot for this because it's built exactly for what Achievement Fest is, right? So I. I get why it's there. It's just as you know, and and you know this, right? Like if you're traveling 12 hours, I want to see everybody and and hang out with everybody. But I also want to have like a place Uh to go experience. And what am I going to go experience in Terre Haute? I just, that's the only. Ooh. ooh. (laughs) That's right next to it. It's, it's combined. (laughs) There's a bank of pinball. There's electronic axe throwing. I did not go to the. I explored the bank of pinball, but I did not actually play any pinball. But there were some cool pinball machines. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not that even sounds cool. like asking for an East Coast variant. I just wish it was like Indianapolis. So like the city's right there, so you can go do things. But I know also with the with the nature of it being the kind of busy weekend it is, like when you're talking about how the rules are like go get three hours sleep, you clearly don't have a lot of time for that built in. I'm with you, Kenny. I hope to go at some point. And so summers are always so busy as it is, and the logistics of fitting yes. in that three days to go to Middle America is like it's not easy. But hopefully it will work out at some point. And it's so far away. Eight-hour drive is so long. Yeah, try mm-hmm. at nine. Yeah, we just went to Boston. I'd rather not. It was a four-hour drive, and that was horrible. <laughs> so, so, uh. But yeah, it's it's fun, and there's something all those days. I did the Wednesday setup route, so Wednesday, and I left uh, Sunday morning. Just There's people playing all Sunday morning. It's... Uh, interest or like all Sunday, basically, if they live closer. Like if I lived just like four hours away, I'd probably stay all day Sunday. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking like if I ever do to... Achievement Fest, it's going to be something like that. Like going to a city that's closer, like a, I think Chicago or in Indianapolis and like spending the first half of the week there and then going to Terre Haute and like wrapping up the week there and then coming back, uh, you know, to New York City. Well, 
if you if you wanted, I believe Gen Con is this week, the week after Achievement Fest, so you could start in Terre Haute and then end up in Indianapolis and play board games. Hey, I'm all for board games. That doesn't that sound like a terrible appealing. idea. That sounds cool. <laughs> so, just throwing that out there. Thrilling. Mm, I think we got a plan. All right, yeah. Works for me. Who know? <laughs> all right. But let's get into the game showcase. Um, Michelle, why don't you start? Sure. I'm going to start with a game that definitely was not talked about in any way because I don't really think it's an Achievement Fest style game. But um, I, we did receive a code actually from the publisher uh, to uh, talk a little bit about this following game. And that is Tricky Thief. Um, I was fooled because the font for Tricky Thief sort of kind of looks like the font for Tricky Towers. And I really like Tricky Towers. So, oh, this has got to be related. But it's not. And that's fine. Uh Tricky Thief is an East Asia soft game, so you already know the reservations with it. It's going to be one of these games with uh, updates that raise the cap of the game. And it's unfortunate um, because that's obviously going to cause a judgment on the game that isn't necessarily fair. Tricky Thief is one of these, um, I guess, slide style puzzlers where you move left and your character goes all the way to the left and you move up and it goes all the way up to the top. You have to avoid usually um officers who have lights and you know, the graphics aren't super great but they're fine for what the game needs it to be um and you have to avoid the paths of light as well and the lights usually represented by a red color so it's easy enough to see against the blue background so it, it's not too uh too difficult to distinguish i don't think um and it's i mean the gameplay is fine it, it works exactly the way that those sorts of games are supposed to work every 10 or 11 levels they introduce a new um a new gimmick so after the first 10 levels they introduce these uh like light source almost like barrels so the the light comes out in a circular pattern around the uh around the central point uh in the later stages they introduce a a switch that turns all the lights off so for the brief time while the lights are off you can bounce around the level real quick in each level you have to collect all the coins once you collect all the coins final door opens you go out to the next level the entire game only includes 50 levels, which is kind of become that sounds about right par for, for the course. Yeah. Um, and right now it has 17 achievements. So it's the base list plus um, another uh, one title update at this point. The achievements are for collecting coins, for uh, getting caught, I want to say. Yeah, getting caught and for finishing certain levels. It's a 50 level game. There's no, there are achievements for finishing 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, but typically they've gone back and sort of retrofitted these games achievement wise. So it'll be like, all right, complete level 17, even though you've already completed level 17. I played Tricky Thief from start to finish. Uh, took me about, I'm actually going to look at TA and get, it took me a, just under two hours. I didn't use any kind of guides or anything for it. And I don't think, like, I like puzzle games, but I think. It doesn't get super tricky. So if you've ever played a game like Active Neurons, some of those elements get really like you have to remember what's going on and there's a whole lot of timing. It can be kind of twitchy. Tricky Thief never really elevates to that level. So it always maintains a sort of fair level of, okay, this is easy enough. I can get through it. So for $5 for an easy gamer score game, I kind of wish it didn't have the the stigma that comes attached with 
sometimes with East Asia soft games, or, you know, if that's your thing and you love them, this is actually a, a solid little game that's fun to play, works exactly the way it's supposed to. It's not going to reinvent anything or be your favorite version of a game in this genre, but it's totally serviceable. It's a good little couple hours, and you're probably going to be looking forward to another uh, three title updates down the line. Huh. Uh, hope not. Yeah, but these slide I'll... puzzle games. I kind of enjoy them, but I'm terrible at them. Well, that's I. This one. Let me start my sentence over. I am generally good at these <laughs> games till about the sixty percent mark, and then they introduce some new thing that my brain just doesn't get and so that's the point Fair. at which i'm like well i'm just going to start looking at a guide because i have no idea what's going on now um this never reached that point i i don't think it ever got overly difficult and it did a good job also of layering the new um elements so again you get those first levels where it's just the police officer and the second level where it adds the circular light sources both things are still present so it doesn't feel overwhelming because it it layers itself pretty well and and it's only it's only 50 levels and it never gets to a point where it feels like the fact that the last element that's introduced is the light switch that turns things off. So you can kind of you get like 10 seconds to be able to run around without any light sources makes what oh, wow. could have been very tricky puzzles having to wait for things to move back and forth quite a bit easier. And that's obviously the sign because they'd be some of them would be impossible if you couldn't turn off the lights. So it does a good job of being one of these games where it never really raises to a level where you're going to get super frustrated. You're going to need to use a guide. I imagine if you use a guide, it'll probably take you a little less time, maybe like an hour and a half, maybe a little less than that. But yeah, it's it, it, it's good for what it is. I, I enjoyed my brief time with it. So it sounds like it's something like a slayaway camp in the puzzle style or am mm-hmm. I miss? Sure. Yep. Okay. That's exactly yeah. right. There How are like. Go to compare mm-hmm. to something like that, because I, of those puzzle types, I found that Slayaway Camp was like my one of my favorites. I mean, this is a lot easier kind of than that. Okay. It's not presented in in an isometric sort of view the way Slayaway Camp is. It's more closer to a direct top down view, um, and it's it's nowhere near as like it's nowhere near as difficult, right? So in Slayaway Camp or in Friday the Thirteenth Killer Puzzle, which is the same game but with the license. Um, Sometimes in the later levels, because it does that also does a good job of that whole deal where it's going to introduce landmines and then landmines will be layered on top of the earlier elements that you saw. These elements are never quite that difficult to work with. And maybe one of the puzzles required a little bit of quote unquote twitch skills where you needed to be mindful that the police officer turned to the right so you can kind of sneak behind him. But for the most part, there's nothing like this. It plays very similarly. So if you like those games, you want something that's a quick achievement game, it's it's a $5 game. I'm sure at some point it'll be on sale for $275 or whatever those games go on sale for. It's worth it. You could do a lot worse than that. It's 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 fine. It's completely fine. It's an East Asia soft game. You know what you're getting into. Yeah, I've never but played some, an East not... Asia soft game that was terrible. Like, absolutely. Just mm-hmm. the, they're generally... A veneer of quality. Sorry to cut you off there, Michelle. No, I was going to say the same exact thing. I think East Asia Soft actually, (laughs) the biggest knock against East Asia Soft really depends on how you feel about easy gamer score games being released. For me, I feel like it's a little bit of a knock because I'd rather go through and play more of the game and be encouraged to. Now, there isn't more of this game to experience. It's another important thing to point out. It's not that there are 250 levels and it goes to 50 and that's it. 50 levels is the whole game. So I don't, they, they could have made the achievement list involve like, Maybe solving a level in in a certain number of moves because in um, 
I don't remember if it's in Slay Away Camp, Devin, but in Friday the 13th Killer Puzzle, they have puzzle types where it's solve this in less than four moves or less than eight moves. Uh, yeah. And there's no variance like that. Um, and maybe this game could have had it, but it's a port <laughs> probably over what's originally a cell phone game. And, and yeah, East Asia soft games rarely are super bad. They're just sort of average games that function the way they're supposed to, but have that asterisk of very easy achievements. And if that's your deal, right, you're going to enjoy this because it's a decent game with super easy achievements. If that's not your deal, it might give you pause to even try playing it because do you want another game where six months from now you're going to get that TU uh, update private message from true achievement and have to jump back in and just finish it off again really quickly. It just depends on how you feel about that stuff. Yeah, some people are probably excited about it. Right. Right, like I'm I'm Especially over if you it. like puzzle games. Like and I like puzzle games and I'm I'm over that sort of thing. It doesn't it doesn't motivate me to play. I played this because it showed up on my random to-do list. It's on my random to-do list because it's a game we received. So it's sort of a nice mixture of things where we you know, need to provide some content on it and I'm happy to and and I enjoyed it. Uh, but if we didn't receive it under those things, I wouldn't have missed out on anything, I don't think. Because, it again, it doesn't really raise to any level of something super special. All right. Well, if we got nothing else to add to uh, Tricky Thief. Um, are you the thief or are you avoiding um, the thief? That's a very important question. <laughs> you are the thief, <laughs> given that it's the police officers with the flashlights that you're trying to avoid. Uh, and okay, and right. again, every every stage has coins that you're picking up. So once you pick up all the coins, the end of the level unlocks and you get to start robbing the next area, essentially. It's always fun to play the bad guy, I've found. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, they could be good like guys. Maybe they're, maybe they're altruistic thieves. Just because they're tricky doesn't maybe. mean they're evil. Oh, so the- but we've already oh. given more... Uh, Cur- like more idea to the narrative than the developers did. <laughs> it's, it's not really you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> L, what games would you like to talk about? Hi. How are oh, you? oh boy! I noticed there was an S at the end of game. Oh, I got. Well, he's got like a paragraph here on the doc. Oh, jeez. Oh, yes. Uh, well, you know, I actually thought that this was his sales recommendation for a second. <laughs> Same. Then I saw hundred dollars plus, and I was like, "That doesn't sound like a sale recommendation at I all." I will try to be brief, <laughs> exactly. but I, I have little tidbits to tell about a few different games. So my random to-do list came out, and I started off with my easy stuff. So we'll talk about some easy stuff real quick. Um, I actually have an old favorite publisher, some Radalika games. So the first one is something I will try to pronounce as Gnug. It's G-Y-N-O-U-G, Gnug, Gnug. Close enough. I mean, if if G-Y is a hero sound, then it'd be Gnug. Gnug it? Yeah. Gynug. I'm calling it Gynug. It is a shoot-em-up game. Ooh. In the vein of, like, Gradius in Life Force and the class, classic Konami shoot-em-ups. Classic. And in my research, after beating the game, I learned that it was a Sega Genesis game. 
and it was called Gnug, I guess, overseas, but in America, they renamed it Wings of War, which is a significantly better game. Better name. Even though War is spelled W-O-R. Oof. Well, also might research his yeah. wings. <laughs> it's his wings, you're right. His name is, is War. War. And Good yes, God, the $100 things you see are my notes saying that uh, on eBay, currently this game is, is going for about $100, uh, complete inbox for Genesis. Wow. So. Suffice it to say, wow. you're better off uh, not getting that version and getting the version with achievements, which is around six ninety nine. I would definitely wait for a sale. So if you want quick and easy gamer score, this game is for you. Not only are there... So, so since it's a Genesis game, and a lot of retro games have, uh, you know, where you can do rewinding, you can save state. So this has all of that, but you can throw all that all out the window. You don't need it because there's built-in cheats. You can put on nice. Infinite Lives. You can put on Invincibility. And you can put those on and just sit there and hold the A button and get a completion in about 40 minutes. Now, in doing so, of course, you take away all challenge and all fun, but, you know... I, I'm not one to judge. You, you're you're going to do what you want to do. You know, That's what I did. Yeah. So what I did, uh, I put on the stuff, but I wound up just going around and shooting stuff as if I was playing. But there was no fear of dying. So I checked out the, the levels. They're pretty, pretty, pretty nice looking game for the time. It is very good art. I very good agree. art. Very and very good soundtrack. And. Uh, yeah. Oh, so I guess you played this this Gnug. Oh yes, I have. Uh, I, I have mastered uh, it. Cleared it. Yes. <laughs> you mastered uh, this this classic. Yeah. Yes. This actually doesn't look bad. No, it's it's they, not. They had me a Genesis shmup, but I feel like the art is a very good. The art and music it's very reminiscent of its time, but I felt like it's a very weird choice of a port of a game because there's so many other better ones from right. the era you na- you listed up a ton off the top that I would rather play yeah. there and also in my research I learned that they did another similar port called Glay Lancer did that one too <laughs> I yeah think. I think I did Glay Lancer of all the Genesis games that we would want ported I mean Seem to be a lot of shmups ported, like Ikaruga. Yeah, hey, it's not a bad thing. Those types. Now, Glaylancer sounds Imagine. like it was a mistranslation, but you know. Yeah. Imagine it just has to do with the cost <laughs> of acquiring these licenses. Um, you know, whoever holds them probably lets them go pretty cheaply. Um, so. That's why that's what we we get to see. But I really didn't know. I don't. I'm not familiar with Wings of War either. And the fact that that's a $100 game out there, some on the somewhere on the internet, is kind of mind blowing. Yeah, probably rare. Not too many copies flying around. Wow. So moving on from from the, uh, the game that I can't pronounce. Gnug. 
Gnog. Oh, thank you. Jamazel. Rhymes with Doug. Uh, I played a cute little, um, another Rattleica game called Prehistoric Dude, which is a basic Metroidvania type of game. And this game, you don't have to complete the game or finish the game to get all the achievements. Um, now, I didn't follow a guide. All the guides said, oh, you can be, do this in 15 minutes. It took me about an hour, maybe 45 minutes to an hour. And while I was playing it, I said, um, I'm going to probably go ahead and beat this game. It's pretty fun. And then after hearing the same music loop over and over and over and just, uh, I said, you know what? I'm done. But it's, it's, uh. Very basic Metroidvania game. You you know, if you die, you just start on the screen that you died on. It's, it's pretty easy. And there is a story, and, and your name is Dude, and you know, it's prehistoric time. Where's so, my dinosaur? So there's a dinosaur that comes and he takes uh your ham and you need to get your ham back. So that is the story of the game. And I went ahead and looked on YouTube at a long play. And there is an ending, so uh, wouldn't want to spoil it. But you know, I, I'm going to take a stab gets, at it. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Because I I've played Joe and Mac. I've played Chuck Rock. So uh-huh. these got to be fairly similar. I imagine there is a cave lady next mm-hmm. to the ham, and you get both. Oh, I like that. Nope, that's not what happens. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> That's the Joe and Mac <laughs> ending. Darn it! I will, you were I will, so close. I'll sp- so close. I will. Sp- I will spoil the ending. So you defeat the dinosaur at the spoil. end, get the ham, and then you find out that it was a mother dinosaur who was wanting to feed her kids, and the two uh, dinosaur babies come out, and you feel bad, and then you all share the ham together. <laughs> After you just viciously oh, beat up the yeah, dinosaur mom, good. right? So she's laying there unconscious, but then she's. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, look on YouTube. That's way too good. That's way too feel good. I don't like it. So that's why I included. So I wanted to tell this. this it's, it's, I know it, it, there's a story there. Um, see, when you say Rattleica games, this is what comes to mind. Something that looks like this. <laughs> um, the long play was an hour and fifteen minutes, and I got the completion about forty-two minutes into the video. So it's really not a long game at all, but. I stopped playing, honestly, and that's okay. <laughs> I don't blame you. I want to say I've heard that 40 minutes of this looks I, enough. I want to say I've heard that they've reskinned this with other ones. Devin, do you know? No, I, I I'm, feel I'm like not hip on my prehistoric re- dude lore. <laughs> I think Radalika made it more of these veiners with um, different different names anyway uh, then I played another game called Deja Vu didn't you talk about this before (laughs) there it is Uh, and it's a very hard game to find on your list because they have accents all over the letter so it's at the end of the D's very confusing so this is a puzzle game I think Michelle would really like. It's very minimalistic. You're you're a bunch of squares <laughs> and you're trying to get to the exit. 
So with the first square, you chart a path with the square, and then you hit A, and then a clone comes, and then the clone does the original path that you did, and then you take your, your guy and try to get through to the exit. So you're stepping on switches and opening doors and trying to make your way to the exit. So this is more of a, an actual puzzle game. And on f I got the achievement I needed for a random to-do list, and then I went to get what, what the next achievement was, and it did not pop for me. So I'm having a fight with this game currently. Darn. Um, and I tried the thing to look at the club. I've tried booting up on a non-series Xbox, and it has not popped. So I'll probably go ahead and keep going and see if I can get it to pop, uh, the other ones to pop, and then I guess I might have to delete my data, but uh, I'm having a lot of these problems lately. That sucks. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, if you look at a video, it's like a half an hour video, but it's it's not. It's probably a good couple hour game. And that's Deja Vu, which is not to be confused with another game called Drizzle Path Deja Vu which is another East Asia soft game. And that is a walking sim, a.k.a. stroll playing. Is that what we've coined yeah. it? And this game, this is just what I like, because uh, if you know me, I get lost a lot in, in uh, video games, and especially these... I had no idea. These uh, uh, walking sims where usually you can go all different places. This game, there's a pretty linear path. And you know you're going the right way when uh, narration occurs and music kicks in. <laughs> but you do not need a guide for this game. You just go through Simple and enough. play and get your thousand gamer score. And... This was actually really helpful uh, if you need an achievement with X in the title because the achievements are actually numbered. There's 12 of them, and they're and Deja Vu 1, 2, 3, all the way through 12 in Roman numerals. So I actually used that in, in my last month's targets uh, with the ones with uh, getting an X. So yeah, if you need an X and you need a nice little game, It looks like six ninety nine is the price du jour now. I think the four ninety nine is a little more appealing for these type of games. Inflation. That, yeah, I mean this was a five and a half gig game. It's very pretty and like a great score. I'm sorry, five and a half yeah, gigs. And it's East it's, Asia. Yeah. Off? yeah, it's a yeah. It's nice. It's all about the walk. Yeah, unfortunately, there's not a lot of meat on the bone here. Once you do it, it's done and. But you could do a lot worse. So yeah, that's uh, Drizzle Paths. I guess it was raining a lot. And uh, two days. So going back to that prehistoric dude real yeah. quick. You you made mention that uh, there's a couple of games that might have been copied and pasted. Mm -hmm. Well, I took a look at the developer light up, and just from looking at screenshots, I didn't go any deeper than that. It looks like prehistoric, prehistoric dude, Barry, and, Barry the Bunny, West, Wild <laughs> West Corpse, 
Super Sunny Island and Slime's Slime's Journey all share assets. So this might be the games you're talking about. Barry the Bunny. Sounds like a lot of garbage. (laughs) (laughs) This is what we do. This is, uh, yep. I'll be playing some better games as I go down my list. Talk about gonna pick a good game to talk about next week, I promise. We'll hold you to it. Good, thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go on to the final game. De- Devin, you've teased it a couple of times. What game uh, did you want to talk get about? Hyped. It is Sega Mega Drive Ultimate Collection, a PAL exclusive collection. Um yeah, so that's a very long title. Yep. Sega Mega Drive Ultimate Collection, or as it's known in America, Sonic's Ultimate Genesis Collection. They're the same game. Huh. Uh, the difference is, is that one only exists in the green lands of not America, specifically Europe, and the other is in America. I've done the one from America a long time ago, but in my drive to get collections... um. Went to Achievement Fest and got a PAL exclusive, and this was the big project. Nice. Um, so I'll talk about both oh, that's collections, awesome. Sega collections. Um, but yeah, it's a collection of old Genesis games, and it's a lot of um, the main heavy hitters, I would say, of the console. So you got all three Golden Axes, all three Streets of Rage. Um, there's multiple Sonic the Hedgehogs, Shinobi 3. Alex Kidd, if you really want to do that. Columns, there's <laughs> Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. And each one, almost everyone has a little task that you can do for an achievement. And uh, yeah, as save states, if you need to use those. And that's what I did. It was kind of a nostalgic trip for me, playing through things like Vector Man and you know, things like that. Um and it's got other unlockable things that you do as you get achievements. You can unlock arcade games that Sega made, like Space Harrier is one that I remembered. Um, it's cool stuff, uh, but non-backwards compatible. Also, I'd have to have a PAL console and buy that. So, yeah, if it wasn't for a thing like an Achievement Fest, I would never do it. Uh, if you want to go and do this, what I will recommend is uh, like the hardest ones for me where uh, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, because you have to beat Dr. Robotnik. Um, have any of you ever played Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's Poyo. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm garbage at mm. everything, but Poyo specifically. And uh, yet, beating him, he is just a monster. So without the save states, I would never have been able to do it. I had to play until I got him on the ropes and save and then specifically navigate a series of events wherein I could beat him. It took me like, that was the longest part. It took me like 40 minutes. The rest of them are like, echo the dolphin, talk to another dolphin. Dude, you barely have to do anything to make that happen. <laughs> like, you just, <laughs> like, that's just like, wander out, press B, you did it. Um, and then the other one, it was columns. You had to get a score of 20,000 points in columns. I'm really bad at columns. Columns is like the Tetris that they have at home. There's little jewels and you have to stack them and then put them um, however many in a row. So I think it's three in a row, either 
Yeah, vertically, yeah. horizontally, or diagonally. And uh, that was also one that I save stated a lot. But it's cool. You get to go through a lot of stuff from the past. Uh, you could marvel about how some of those games are just bad. ESWAT is bad. It's it's. I don't know why that game's on there. But it's it's cool. But yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend going out of your way specifically for a Mega Drive collection because it's just like the Genesis collection. And also it's something that is like... Col- all of these games are, I think, collected like seven different ways to Sunday. I think there's also an Xbox One one that has pretty much all of mm-hmm. the same ones again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I will just continue buying Sega Genesis games for all of eternity and just playing all of them. It's it's always fascinating so yeah, when we talk about like our different <laughs> gameplay stuff. So I did I, I've never done the PAL version of this game, but I've done the american version of the game and the one i struggled with the most bar none was comic zone i'm just so bad at that and you only have to beat the first episode it's not like you have to get far uh but without save states and so i like there's just no way i would be able to do it i just i'm really really bad at that game where you know stuff like columns i did very early on i think actually columns was my my first achievement in the game uh because that's a game i played anyway and i enjoyed uh so yeah it's it's just it it is interesting how it shows a, a little piece of how uh, how we approach our our gaming and uh, you know what our different uh, strengths are. I also seem to remember Sonic Spinball giving me a little trouble until because you have to get a certain point. <laughs> you have to get fifteen uh, million points. Score. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and I just remember like having to be very patient and very slow with it. Like if you start to. Like, it's not that it takes a long time, but, like, I'm just not super good at it again. So, but it's not hard either. But yeah, I, those were, like, my, my most uh, like yeah, and memories you, of this. For me, Sonic Spinball was just like, okay, well, I'm just going to keep... I had a skill shot that I was doing, and I could just kid it consistently. So I just kept doing the loop, and it would mm. give me points very, like... And I was like, yeah, it's just like pinball. Okay. Except you can control the ball. Um so yeah, that is interesting. Because yeah, Columns was just like, uh, I never played Columns as a kid. Like Comic Zone, I knew where all the stuff was because I had Comic Zone. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was like, oh yeah, yeah I can apparently, do this. this is no problem. Yeah, apparently looking back on this, I, I finished, played and finished this game in 2009. So it's it's been a while. Um, but like, I know that about Comic Zone now. I didn't play that when I was younger. Uh, about like, you know, their, their little things hiding like in the panels and whatnot. And but I had no idea that when I was playing it at the time. And oh, if you don't know, I mean, even if you don't know this stuff, though, you're you're good at platformers. I imagine you would be, you would be fine even without that stuff. Yeah, those were the ones I never had too much uh, issue with. Was like it was like get a Chaos Emerald in Sonic, and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> I, I think I can. <laughs> All right, yeah, we'll get right on it, and like. Yeah, stuff like, like, get a hundred rings as Tails in Sonic 3, and it's like, okay. My biggest complaint with the whole collection is that some of the games don't have achievements, and they're the weird ones. Like, they have an achievement for Streets of Rage 1, they have an achievement for Streets of Rage 3, but not one for Streets of Rage 2, which I think many would consider to be the best one. Yep. And they have one for, yeah, here's an achievement for Sonic 1. Here's an achievement for Sonic 3. 
no achievement for Sonic 2. Why? That's where there's not like an achievement for each game. At least just one. You'd think there would be, right? But no. It's really got to get people to play Bean Bean Machine. (laughs) (laughs) It's sort of the same problem with the Xbox One version, which is, well, more or less, less, the Sega Genesis Classics, um, which is similar but not the same, where they're... Not only are there, not every game has achievements. They're like challenges, I think. There's something where you have to complete 20 challenges, but not every challenge is mapped to an achievement, I don't think. So it's it's weird when they make these decisions about what's actually going to get, like, the, the games don't have the max amount of achievements in them, I don't believe. Uh, no. The Genesis Collection has 34 achievements. They could have sprinkled a couple more in there to get you to play streets of rage too i have no idea what goes into that decision making when you're building a collection game like this to exclude certain games and yeah and some of them are really easy and some of like nothing in there is all that difficult for most people i would say like you could easily mm-hmm. get 70 yeah. percent of this without like with save states you know like it is an eight to ten hour estimate but i know for sure I did it well under that. I think I did it in like six um, with just trying to figure it out. And that was mostly just like the ones I didn't play as a kid. Like there's a helicopter one that I get points on and I had no, I was like, uh, what was the name of it? It's like super gunship or something to that effect. Um, no idea. But yeah. And and some of the games have not aged as gracefully. Super Thunderblade is the name. Naturally. Um, yeah, like Kid Chameleon or Alex Kid in Miracle World. I'm going to be real with you. I hate Alex Kid. I do not understand <laughs> why they keep wanting to include this. It's 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 not good. But here we are. But Altered Beast, that's cool. But yeah, Bonanza Brothers didn't like that. Liked yeah, and you look at this; it came out in two thousand and nine. Like that's still early, but three hundred and sixty has been around for years at that point. So people kind of knew what they were doing with achievements. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was it was weird. Um, just like just playing it and I was like okay well what do you want me to do for Streets of Rage 2 I was like not not nothing don't don't worry about it and I was <laughs> like but I wanna don't play the game you actually yeah. like and want to play it is a good I mean, collection I knew how to do though it. like if, if oh, you're just solid. taking apart yeah. the achievements yeah like it's a really nice uh, collection of games that are in there it's a good cross section of different popular Genesis titles and all like so it as mm-hmm. as a collection of games of that era it is solid so they did a good job putting that together and it's it's part of the reason why I go for collections as a genre is because you get things like this overall which is just a collection of really solid Genesis games like they tend not to collect things or at least they didn't used to collect things that were bad because why would who would play that um, right. But yeah. You know, yeah, I never had a gen a, uh, I never had a Sega Genesis, so Yeah. I never really got to play a lot of these games. And some of them what you were talking about, I've never even heard of. It's a but really good collection. Some of the games that you've mentioned, I've at least heard of. And it's just like, oh yeah, I know that's at least good. I, but I've just never yeah, played it. Yeah, this one, like I said, there we've we've mentioned the one for the the one. 
<laughs> and there is an American version, and you really can't go wrong with any of them, really. So You want to know what game Michelle and I played on there? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We played Fantasy Star 1. Oh, nice. Which is just like a Master System game. And we had never played it before. So, yeah, it has old, not just Genesis games, but Master, uh, it's like a Master System games as well. Did that sound right? That was Yeah, that was the 360 yeah. version. That wasn't the one. Yeah. Yeah, they because they have a Fantasy Star yeah. Genesis <laughs> game that they don't really... This, there's one for playing all of the titles, but that's just like I launched yeah. it and then I quit back to the menu. Right. Right, and and in um, a thing like Achievement Fest, you really can't. Or at least I didn't. Oh yeah, want to sure. You're not there to the machine. Yeah, <laughs> like and I the can't other, just sit there and like I'm gonna play Fantasy Star. The other game I love on there is Beyond Oasis. Which oh, I think that is, is an achievement for. There is, but it's not Beyond yeah. Oasis. It's the story of Thor. Oh yes. Love those title changes. Yeah. I, I don't understand it either. And like when I booted it up, the main screen said Beyond Oasis. So I was like, I thought you were the story of Thor. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, yeah. And Rystar. Rystar is really good. I like that one. Um, that is such a good game. It's, a lot it's of weird definitely stuff. one of those forgotten ones. Yeah. But they had like Dynamite Hetty on there and no achievements for Dynamite Hetty. I would have loved an achievement oh, for that. So disappointing. Those those treasure As Genesis to- games. Uh, I know this is one of those showing your age sort of things, but they were so good. Um, and as somebody who primarily was in a like a Super Nintendo household, like to to find Genesis games where it's like, oh, this is actually this is good. Like that was saying something, and and Dynamite Hetty definitely was that kind of game. Was so good, Dynamite. Yeah, they had a bunch of them. The Dynamite Heady, they had uh, Gunstar Heroes. They even, Mm -hmm. I know this this is going to sound weird, but they made a Ronald McDonald game for the Genesis. Treasure did. That was like actually legitimately good. Yep. Like, has way better than it has any right to be game about Ronald McDonald. (laughs) Yep. Get off eBay, foo foo. (laughs) <laughs> um, but yeah I would recommend any I of these questions I was not so. going there to look for that um, we're gonna buy that's the I mean I think if you just look for like Sega Ultimate Collection you'll find it but it's either the Sega Me- Mega Drive Ultimate Collection or Sonic's Ultimate Genesis Collection because I guess in, in the PAL regions they don't like Phil Collins <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Terrible. I I don't know. I Love don't it. know my biblical. Uh, I was like, they just skip straight to, and then I forgot what's past Genesis. Well. Well. All right, while we <laughs> move on <laughs> from that. That was a lot of, of Sega talk. <laughs> um, why don't we get into some sales? Uh, Devin, 
What game would you like to recommend? I would like to recommend that you totally have never mentioned. I before. would like to recommend XCOM Two. Buy it, buy it, you cowards! <laughs> it's two ninety nine. <laughs> or if you want to get fancy and buy the digital deluxe, it's seven forty nine. XCOM Two is a uh, tactical turn based strategy game where you fight aliens and there's permadeath and you can like customize your squads and it's delightful. It's like if Devin's going to record, they just know and put, the, <laughs> put an XCOM <laughs> XCOM, so that he can you bring can it buy up. XCOM 2 for cheaper than I've bought some energy drinks at this point. I don't know what you're <laughs> waiting for. <laughs> uh, Michelle, what game would you like to recommend? I would like to recommend a collection, actually. Um, it is... Klonoa Fantasy Reverie series. Uh, Klonoa was originally released on the PlayStation 1. It includes both Klonoa, which was the PlayStation 1 game, and Klonoa 2 Lunatea's Veil, which was released on the PlayStation 2. These were just excellent, excellent, excellent platforming games. Um, And they're frequently forgotten, which is is sad for me because I loved them so much. Uh, I think at the time it's a Namco game and, and they were kind of trying to position Klonoa maybe as a mascot for them. The game didn't really have that much, uh, I guess in terms of sales or whatever else, but it is, it's brilliant. And I have not played this collection myself cause it's normally $30, which seems a little, uh, steep. Um, and for 16, you're getting two again, just like really terrific full length, uh, platformer games. I'm sorry. It's normally $40. Um, it's, they're they're so good the music is so good i know um i know that a bunch of us just uh use the uh used chronuses or whatever to play taiko no tatsujin but one of the songs from klonoa was in taiko no tatsujin and i was so happy to hear that song again anyway great game it actually is both platformer and collection on ta because it does include those two uh it's listed at about a 15 to 20 hour completion uh but yeah klonoa is just awesome Cannot recommend this strongly enough. I probably will actually pick it up myself, too. <laughs> nice. L, do you have a recommendation? Um, the only thing that really caught my eye was the Arc System games that are usually 5 bucks or three forty nine. My personal favorite is River City Ransom. Love that game. But the people that probably... Easy 600 gamers. Yeah. You can get <laughs> Beat up people. By playing in the menus and then, you know, the other 300 for actually yeah, I played playing River City game. Ransom. And, and then, if you're really saucy, they have uh, Scott Pilgrim for $5, which is better River City Ransom. I mean, there's River City Ransom references in it, so that's a thing. I mean, beat people up, right, you buy don't money, get, to Scott get yourself Pilgrim. better. You don't get to Scott they Pilgrim without barf. River City Ransom. <laughs> yeah, it's... Yes. And Double Dragon 1, 2, and 3, and Renegade, and Super Dodgeball are the other ones, and Crash and the Boys. All right. Hmm. Well, hmm. we've come to the final month of Games of Gold. Oh. With... An astounding $40 in value and $2,000 in gamer score. Your new Games of Gold games going out on a complete. 
complete and total bang for the month of August is Blue Fire, a 12 to 15 hour platformer. And you have Inertial Drift. It's a racing game. (laughs) (laughs) Did Did you read the email that Microsoft uh, put out when they like, like shortly after they released this last pair of games? Um, I did not. There was an email that went out that said something along the lines of like, hey, we're sunsetting this service. You know, this was fun. By the way, the Xbox 360 games you downloaded will always be yours. But the Xbox One and series games you've downloaded, I think they've all been one games, uh, will not be yours if your subscription lapses. So I thought that was an interesting little caveat. Because when this really moved to like when Xbox Live launched, and I think when PlayStation launched uh, their service as well. There was that sense with the PlayStation service, like, well, you don't really own the games. Like, if you let your subscription lapse, you lose the games. And we weren't sure if that was the case with Xbox or not. But yeah, that email basically clearly said 360 games are yours to keep forever. The other ones, if your subscription lapses, you don't have access to them anymore. Do you get access to them if you resubscribe? I think it's always been that way. I think it's always been that way. I, I think it's always been that way, but it was like terrified. clarification I didn't expect. And, it and was to never your, clear. To your yeah. question, Devin, I honestly didn't read the email close enough to fully be able to answer that with uh with any actual uh confidence um i'm gonna see if i can pull it up here and uh yeah here we go uh, what was your question i didn't catch it all right uh he was asking if um if you renew your subscription after letting it lapse do you get access to those games again uh, all it says mm. here is um any Xbox 360 titles redeemed via games with gold in the past are yours to keep regardless of subscription status. Um, it doesn't actually specifically... Okay, here. As always, you will still be able to access any Xbox One games you redeemed in the past or games with gold as long as you remain a current Game Pass Ultimate or Game Pass Core member. A- as long as seems to imply I that... I would think. It would reattach, but I don't know. Okay. I would think if you let it lapse and you renewed it, you would get access to it again. But then again, who knows? Right. Well, and I mean, part of me kind of wants to try. Who who, who would ever <laughs> want to miss out on such bangers as Blue Fire and Inertial Drift? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> 40 Don't go there. Dollars. Games of Gold was good, sir. We got uh, Sunset Overdrive. And Assassin's Creed. I feel like we've had. I this just talk. think it's Im- important Deja to know <laughs> that I will. Drizzle pack. <laughs> I will always have access to Portal Two as a Games with Gold title, whether I have Games with Gold or not. Like, it was free games, and I appreciate it. But at the same time, like, this was such a massive program. It's been going on for a decade. And you didn't end it with a bang? Why? That'd make more people nostalgic that it was about to leave. Mm-hmm. And I feel like how with many, Gamescom... Definitely Master Chief Collection. How many How many achieve, How many? many uh, TV shows best episode is their last episode? None. The Office? None. That's all I got. I just... I feel also with, with Gamescom coming at the end of the month, right? That's like August... 22nd through 25th or something like that it's an opportunity right as we get to the very end of games with gold to be like by the way here are all these amazing 
Game Pass games were dropping in September. So just sort of move on from Games of Gold, forget it ever existed, it wasn't that good in the first place, here's all the cool Game Pass stuff you're getting. I would not be surprised. Yeah. But like still, like send it off of a bang. And you know, and see the other thing. I'm not saying that these games are bad. I just they're just forgettable at the very least. They might be good games. I don't know. I haven't played them. And quite honestly, I probably will never play them. Yeah. But like just give something good. Give away a first party game. Give away Master Chief Collection. Like mm. great. That's a that's a good game. Could do that. <laughs> you know, that's at least a, a high profile game. But you could get that with Xbox Game Pass Core available September first. Oh, no. Right, and <laughs> and you'd lose Master Chief whether it was a um, a Games with Gold or part of your Games Pass subscription if you let Game Pass lapse anyway. So there's no value in actually giving it to you. It's giving me something I already have. But it at least makes the graphic look a little bit better because it's like <laughs> a higher dollar game and 5,000 in gamer score. You know, go off a bang, make the graphic look good. It already looks bad because there's two games. Oh, if you wanted to do of, that, all this black. just give away League of Legends, or not League of Legends, what was it, the Smite stuff, and say that it has infinite value because we've given you all these cosmetics. Uh Rip games of gold. I am, I am upset. I mean, it was free games. I've gotten hundreds upon hundreds of free games at this point, and at least I am appreciative of that. Even though the past uh, two, maybe three years, they have been quite nothing. There have been good games that they've given us long time ago. But on the brighter side, the thing that everyone actually cares about, we do have some available uh, games on Game Pass, and some that are available now is Celeste and A Short Hike, both for cloud console and PC. Celeste is so uh, good. Coming. It is one of the best games of that year. It's, it's so mid. That's what I hear. Short Hike is where it's at. That game's great. Love that game. <laughs> what you said was... On August eighth, we have Bro Force Forever. <laughs> Bro Force, what was I'm that? Hype for Bro Force. That's an Elroy game. You y'all don't even know about game. Bro Force, and I'm sad for you, but I'm excited that on the eighth you will know. You said you played it on Steam or computer? Yes, I've played it a lot on Steam. You know, you got to play as Robro Cop, Ram Bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. Elroy talks about this game all the time. Is yes. Is it co-op? I believe you can play it multiple players. Every bro has its thorn. On August 9th, we have Limbo. <laughs> you mean Limbro. Smart. There's no reason. Yes. Limbro, nice. yeah. Oh. Oh god, it's like I'm recording a Valorant. <laughs> no, but we've I got we've we've, but we've heard 10th. of these games though. That's the difference. Yeah. <laughs> also, very true. <laughs> um, August 10th we have Airborne Air Kingdom. Airborne uh, Kingdom. <laughs> Jesus. 
That was awful. That one was actually awful. I'll give you the Limbro. That one was awful. All right, you just switched I, the O and the R. It makes sense to me. I, I'm sorry, Bro Rock, Bro Bra, Bro Brahma, uh, Teddy Brosevelt, right. Bro Sidon, King <laughs> of the Brosians. August 15th, we have Everspace 2. It was on the PC. It's now coming to Xbox. Uh, aerial vehicle, vehicular combat game. August 18th, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I assume, Devin, you're excited for this. I am incredibly hype for Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's by the same people who made the Friday the 13th game. It will take you literally forever to complete, and I don't care. No, no, no. It's 8 to 10 hours. Yeah, yeah. That's what you put there. <laughs> Yeah, it says so on the sheet. It has to be right. Oh, do you yes. think this is going to have famous same... sheets of journalism accuracy? Do you think this is going to have the Go same ahead, trajectory as Friday the Thirteenth, though? That it's going to probably have a a delisting within a couple of years because of licensing issues. It seems like we're just kind of going to the same well again. Ah, uh, no. The big thing with the uh, Friday the 13th is a complicated issue involving the writer and the director of the original Friday the 13th and the placement of Jason Voorhees as a side character. And that legal battle had been going on for a very, very long time and was reaching kind of ahead when that game was released, which is why there hasn't really been a lot of Friday the 13th media. But our boy oh. Bubba Sawyer does not have that same sort of legal issue that Jason Voorhees does. But oh, yeah, okay. if you want to look it up, there is a le- there was a legal battle between I forget the name, but yeah, it was the director and the writer and uh that's why they had to stop. There was an injunction and that's why there was a delisting with the Friday the 13th killer puzzle and a lot of other stuff and why there hasn't been any movies or anything. Okay. Hmm. And then on August 29th, we have Sea of Stars. Turn-based RPG. Very excited for Sea of Stars. Look forward to that one. Yep. But then we have some games that are leaving Game Pass. Uh, Death Stranding on the PC. Edge of Eternity. Uh, Midnight Fight Express. And Total War, Warhammer 3. If any of those games are something that you have started or we're looking to start, make sure you start them now, get them complete. You could totally beat Warhammer or complete Warhammer by the time it leaves. I have completely little favorite. <laughs> yeah, you. all of these are real, real jaunts. You can just <laughs> in and out in a weekend. Done. I have faith in our compute community. We, they can we put it. it on the sheet that you can complete it, and we we believe. <laughs> Well, we didn't put that with Edge of Eternity because it has right. two unobtainables. But other than that, they're all they're okay. all completable. All right, let's get into some contests. Uh, L, you want to do something with TA? Yeah, I'm actually excited for this cool community event that TA has cooking for August, which is bingo. Community genre bingo in which you get a bingo board and a free space in the middle and you get random array of genres to play. 
And so I guess that makes them there be 24 different ones to get. And you can get one bingo to get your community badge. And there's a leaderboard if you want to get multiple bingos. Feel free and have at it. So I like this. This is cool, especially the way the bingo board looks. Because you can see which game you achieved your genre with. And it shows up on the board. And it, I think it's just very cool looking. And it ties in with the August targets as well. There's one called We've Been Going Genre Crazy, in which you need 20 genres for a gold <laughs> badge, so that works out. And the other two targets are Bean Dive Recovery, uh, so just that's for getting an achievement in any game that you did not just start this month, which is should be pretty easy. And then Easy August Aims Unlock 2. Achievements for six for gold uh, achievements that start with two vowels. I imagine that's easy as well. Or not, I don't know. We only have two pages worth, huh? I'm sure someone knows something. No, I'd also see. like to shout out the like the graphic designer that made the, the bingo board tiles for each of the yeah. different genres. They look really sharp like that's all the mm -hmm. presentation is really nice huh? and like yeah. you alluded to before l uh when you get uh an achievement unlock it flips to, to it marks that tile by showing the the gamer tile for the for the game that you used something to keep in mind with bingo too i don't think you had mentioned it l um with it. regard to a game that's multi-genre if a game right. is multi-genre you can you can unlock multiple achievements in it you will get credit based on the order those genres are listed. So if a game is open world RPG, you can unlock two achievements. The first will get open world. The second will get RPG. So it's really nice for specific games because there's a lot of games, some games that have just an obscene amount of, of genres and yeah. others will not. So Any yeah, I have one? Uh, um, any of the, I think Forza Horizon 4 has a, quite a few, uh, oh, different yeah. genres it's like because a it Royale. is, <laughs> yeah. What else is it? Oh no, they dropped Battle Royale. Oh, hmm. look at that. It's, it's only nice three, choice. but hmm. Automobile. Oh, I have Open World. Grid. Huh. Uh, I'm playing Forza. I love that it's open world because yeah. that's going to be my open world game as well. Mine was Saints Row the Third. Nice. nice. Remastered. And a uh, nice job to right. uh, planting and frame and whoever else makes this possible. I think Spaceman helped out. Yeah, the TA events team. <clears throat> All those. They're very good at this. All right. Well, with that, let's get on to our last section here with Brad Camp. Um, next week, we'll on the live show, we'll be going over all the Gamertag Challenge, and we'll do the patron draw on there. That way, we can do it on the live show. Do it. Well, we're doing it live. Hmm. But yes. Uh, Brad Camp time. Take it away, Michelle. 
I'm excited to hear how many of these are actually Achievement Fest related. But getting started in completions, we have Freemhole with right. 450 completed games. Mr. P-Tart, that is probably an Achievement Fest related goal, hit 500 completed games. Huh. Kronos, also at Achievement Fest, hit 550 completed games. Mr. Gompers reached 600 completed games. What do you also know? Also at P-Tart Fest. herself. <laughs> Who is, oh, Mr. Gompers was also okay. Yep. We're uh, now four for five because P-Tart has reached 650 <laughs> completed games. Five for six with Retro Chief, who reached 750 completed games. And then I think the remainder of the list probably wasn't there, but this is still a really nice showing achievement fest, people. Good job. Uh, Z Drunken Monkeys has reached 850 completed games. Unky Tim Fu has reached 1,000 completed games and is joined there by Mad Eye Pad Eye, also at the 1,000 milestone. Congratulations, everyone. In streaks, uh, Toby Lin, Inferno 118, Wheezy Fuzz, they're all at a 50 day achievement win streak. Triple Triad is on a 100-day win streak. Chesno's on a 200-day win streak. Uh, Morbid, 237's on a 1,500-day achievement win streak. Enigma Gamer, 77's on a 1,700-day achievement win streak. Seamus McLimey is on a 2,500-day achievement win streak. And uh, our own Michelle, Matrix, on a 3,600-day achievement win streak, which is... That's, that is insane. That's a lot. Are you aware of how much that is? Yeah, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm aware. I got the the big milestone coming up in October, so uh, we'll, we'll see. That is insane. Loser. I know. <laughs> I know. There, there is there is a certain uh, rush and fun to trying to keep the achievement streak alive when you're like not just home at your Xbox. Uh, and there was a little while where it was easy because I had a Windows phone, so I was like, "All right, this is fine." And now with game pass stuff on your phone like if it's something you're motivated to do it's it's gotten significantly easier to get done so my quick maths mm-hmm. tell me you're almost at 10 uh, 10 year streak it's correct yep. i believe that are you happens. gonna break it or keep going my my thing forever has been i'd like to break my streak because something really cool or interesting happened so, I mean, I guess that tells you a lot about my life that in 10 years, nothing really cool or interesting has happened. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when, when the time is right, the streak will be broken. Uh, but I'm, I'm hoping it's not for something like my internet conked out and I couldn't reach something that it's, again, some I'm off in Antarctica looking Safari. at cool things or something. Yeah. Aliens so. attack. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would be fine, too. That's a good story. Yeah, I mean, hopefully real. it's not because I get hit by a ceiling tile or anything. <laughs> <laughs> In gamer, yeah, in gamer score, Johnny Delicious has hit one hundred fifty thousand. Radonas has hit three hundred thousand. Mister P Tart and Mister Gompers have both hit six hundred thousand. Mark B has hit seven hundred thousand. Dunkos has hit seven hundred fifty thousand. Legos Hamster one million gamer score. Good job of reaching that club. Morbid two three seven has hit one point one million. Blue Thunder seventy three ninety eight has hit one point four million. Unky Tim Fu has hit one point five million. Triple Triad one point six million, along with Ross Ross Ross. Mighty Mango has hit one point eight million, and Redemption Denied has hit a milestone that this must be a freaking typo because he is at four million gamer score. Oh my goodness! That doesn't even seem real. I don't think it's a typo. It's definitely not I know a typo. What's mind blowing to that me is, insane. is more than half of the list of uh, Gamerscore milestones you just read were over a million or at a million. That's 
just yeah. incredible. I did some looking on the leaderboards uh, a little bit ago. Redemption's not only in first. He is like easily in first. He has a nice lead. He is like ahead by like a hundred or by two hundred fifty thousand gamers or. That is insane. Yeah. yeah, that's and he made the time to go to Achievement Fest. So yep. That's, so I uh, think this did this awesome. happen at Achievement Fest. Sure so, did. So he had a plan, as far as I know, to get thirty nine hundred completions, a hundred thousand achievements. And four million gamer score all with the same achievement. And he used uh, Doom nineteen ninety three, the not so bad achievement, to beat every level on Nightmare in co op mode. And that's where it's seventy five G and something happened and it just Xbox ate the seventy five G and it showed up at three nine 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 two five. So he didn't get the pretty picture, but <sighs> I guess it eventually yeah, it eventually corrected itself, but still, it's just impressive. And, um, yeah, that was what last week, and he's already got an extra 7,400 gamer score. So, <laughs> you know, I'm never <laughs> going to catch him. <laughs> he's got, <laughs> I, I, I just happened to look. He's got 7,455 on top of the 4 million, it, which is more than Fufu's gotten in a year. Like <laughs> yeah. to put it, yeah, to put it into perspective, like the the other thirteen are all in various degrees of three million. Like it's just the the spread of all of that is. And if you look at his TA page, it's he incredible. wrote a blog about hitting three million in January. So he hit three million and four million in the same calendar year. <laughs> Wait for real? Yes. You sure it's January yep. this year? For real? Wow. Holy. I think so. I can't be. Unless it was a different January. I think it was this January. I mean, I know I got a comment on a on a blog I made back in like March about, hey, yeah, do this sort of thing. But it was a blog I wrote March of 22. So sometimes that happens. Oh, no. I, I'm wrong. January 2022. Okay. My mistake. Okay. That that makes more sense. I was going to say, how do you I get, don't know. I mean, how that's do still... You in six months, when you already have Redemption's three, crazy. right? I mean, a million and a half in a year and a half, or a million. I'm sorry, when you a million when you already have three million a year and a half is also yeah. pretty astonishing. Yeah, and it just and his ratio is better than mine too. <laughs> what's his ratio? The... It's got to be good. Yeah, what's his ratio? One point seven three. Yeah, he's got a good ratio. Wow. So I think he's and in the camp of someone all who the likes easy stuff to pulling get it the, down. I think he likes to get the PM saying games got title updates. It's just a hunch. Oh, up to four point very well could uh, be eight eight thousand yes. now. He's still he's gaming right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh we're dead. Just unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Remember when a million was like an impossible goal? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a decade ago. <laughs> wow. Go ahead, Al. Read off your leaderboards. Oh, I got stuff to read. You do have stuff to read. All right, here we go. In leaderboards, Ahizo, top five of the USA Games Played leaderboard for cart and board. Thank you, Uno Rush. Ben L72, now number one in England. Gamerscore leaderboard for Metroidvanias. 
Chewy on Ice is now in the top 200 of Achievements 1 leaderboard for Adventure Plus Point and Click. Chesno, top 500 Gamer Score leaderboard for Fighting Plus Collection. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Devin's wheels are turning. You could do act. Collection Plus Fighting, Collection Plus RPG, Collection Plus Genesis. Oh, wait. <laughs> Just, <laughs> hmm. Uh, I know there's a Street Fighter one. I don't know what else there is. Uh, Samurai Showdown. Wait a minute, I'll go check. Continue. Fostering Greed is now in the top 50 of Tennessee Gamer Score Leaderboard for turn-based. Luke 17,000 is in the top 100 of TA Difference Leaderboard for strategy. Rossos Ross is now top 50 of TA Leaderboard for party. Scatavasi, top 5 of Pennsylvania Achievements 1 Leaderboard for simulation. And the Aria Dragon, top 2,000 TA leaderboard for first-person shooters. And Skeptical Mario, <laughs> it's a me, it's position one. Xbox completion percentage leaderboard for Metroidvania games. Which is insane. Good job. He's just going to sit there every oh. achievement fest and just bang out some obscure veiners, I think, from now on. Just a hunch. Got to keep that leaderboard at this point. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Learn anything, Volger, before we move on? No. Uh, well, no. I'm showing that there's... Does uh, the Xbox Live Arcade Mortal Kombat nine. trilogy count as yeah, a collection? There is, yeah. There, well, that that, that's on there twice, because there's a Games for oh. Windows Live version. Ooh. 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 Super mm-hmm. Bob. <laughs> We're looking at you. Coming. Coming for you. Coming for you. (laughs) Hulk Hogan. Ziggler. (laughs) All right. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a fun show. Talking about Achievement Fest and whatnot. It's a lot of laughing. Wow. Thank you. Needed that. Thanks for bringing your experiences uh, at Achievement Fest to the show today, Devin. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, no problem. Happy to be here. This is good. Uh, I would highly recommend uh, people attend if they uh, are so interested in doing so. It's a, it's a good time. Yes. When uh when we get the details on when the next one is, we'll be sure to let everyone know. Oh, either here or on the dis- Discord. July twenty fifth to twenty eighth, twenty twenty four. All right. Well, there, there we go. go. I didn't think that it would already be out. So easy enough. Yeah, at least that's what they have on their Discord. You can join that as well. They have a Discord. That was if quick. you would like to join that, that's probably the best place for information on that. Uh, we have a Discord. If you want information on that. And I'm also going to plug. I have a podcast with my brother where we talk about movies and stuff. It's called the Real to Rank Podcast. You should listen to it. We're doing the Ninja Turtles. I'm listening to it. I like turtles. Have I mentioned that? You have. And he also has an extra life. And I have an extra life. Oh, and you can donate it. And I generally out. eat incredibly spicy foods or other things. Uh, for this, uh, I'm bringing back Diving for Dollars. So I'll dive games. Nice. Are you going to eat uh, wings F- while wearing Seth Rollins' mask? Somehow? 
I, I don't really know how I'd do that, but <laughs> bigger um, hole in the mouth, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, when this episode drops, remind me if you haven't seen it, and I'll post a, a picture of me in the the mask with the with the no eyes. You could play if, victorious. Uh, it made Kenny with, jump. Uh, Kenny, while wearing yourself yeah. a mask. The eyes are so dark. <laughs> you see into your soul. Yeah, it's it's perfect for you know. Head stomps, burning it down, being a member of the shield. I feel exactly like Seth Rollins. All right. And yeah, <laughs> with that, uh, thank you to everyone who has listened. Thank you to our amazing community. It is great to be in Discord. We have an incredible community. We love you all. We love our patrons. Thank you for supporting the show. But with that, Class is dismissed. See y'all next week. At the live show. Email this webzone for facts about Joey Fatone. What's up once again, AH101? This is Neo21, also known as Nerdy Neo. And this is another Year of the Vayner monthly summary. For the month of July, the Vayner of the month was Ender Lilies, which was completed by four people. Myself, Ben L72, Skeptical Mario, and Eliphalet. And thanks to a suggestion from, I believe it was Jay Huns in the Discord, um, instituting the new You Tried Award each month for anyone who starts the Vayner of the Month but does not complete it. This month, we <laughs> the You Tried Award goes out to Scar Vese, who got one achievement in it and did not continue playing it past that, and Ace, who got 11 achievements in it over about six hours but did not continue playing it past that. Um, I enjoyed it. It uh, reminded me a lot of Blasphemous. Um, I would I would recommend it. it took me a while to get into it, uh, but I did end up liking it. Uh, I do still think I like Blasphemous better, but uh, yeah, I, I would recommend it. So there were a total of 18 completions this month, and the most completions were from Skeptical Mario with five completions, Nightwolf with three completions, and Jay Huns with two completions. The August Vayner of the month is Fist which is the acronym for Forged in Shadow Torch, which has 43 achievements with a completion estimate of 15 to 20 hours. With the Bean Dive event that goes on every July, we had a bunch of people start a bunch of Vayners, and <clears throat> so I'm adding those to this month's wrap-up. And first we have Scar Vese, who added 20 Vayners to his catalog, which dropped his completion by 25.5%. Second was Northern Last, started 15 Vayners, dropping percentage by 17.8%. Third was Nightwolf with 14 Vayners, dropping completion percentage by 10.8%. And Icefire with 11 games, dropping completion percentage by 13.1%. That's, you know, completion percentage in just Metroidvania games. Some notable shout-outs. Scar Vese hit number one in Pennsylvania, Vayner Achievements 1. Icefire made top 100 in Vayner's Played, probably due to Bean Dive event. Ben L72 hit number one in England, Vayner Gamer Score. And Skeptical Mario hit number one in Vayner completion percentage with 100% completion, which he immediately lost uh, like the day or two later when he started Arkham Blackgate. But uh, good job to you guys. Those are some impressive 
impressive uh, leaderboard placements. So for the stats for the month, in first place for TA earned was Jay Huns with 9,715. Second place was Skeptical Mario with 9,431. And third place was Ben L72 with 5,321. For gamer score earned, first place was Mario, Skeptical Mario with 4,305, Nightwolf with 3,435, and Ben L72 with 2,810. For achievements earned, Skeptical Mario was in first with 198 achievements, which is due to completing three stacks of Arkham Asylum over the span of about three days. So uh, you must know that game like the back of your hand by now. Uh, and uh, does that mean you've completed all of them? So I'll have to check. In second place was Jay Huns with 125 achievements, and in third was Ben L72 with 117 achievements. So one quick self-plug before we wrap up here. Uh, as I mentioned last month, I did start my YouTube channel, which I have been having a lot of fun just talking about video games. So if any of you guys want to come on and just talk games with me sometime, let me know. I'd be happy to have you all on. Well, that does it for the July wrap-up. I'll see you guys in a month. Welcome back to another NeverEnding Stories, where we are once again joined by uh, a returning guest who has completed another one of the stories in their list. And I'm going to try the name again, and hopefully not butcher it. Welcome back, Arutek. Hey, perfect, man. Spot oh, on. Yes, smashed it. You joined the, you joined the elite club with Matriarch. I may have spent the last 20 minutes practicing that in front of a mirror. Well, you've done very well. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> have a cookie. Uh, brilliant. Uh, well, thank you for joining me again uh, after our Bionicle Heroes uh, adventure. Um, got some good feedback in the forums with that one, uh, especially the the call-outs from, from Mr. Uh, Big L, who it turns out just couldn't be bothered yep, that, to finish it. That doesn't yeah. surprise me in the slightest. I also don't blame him. Mm. Yeah. Not wanting to go back and do those levels all again. No, thank you. I mean, he's not a completionist, but, you know, it, it's weird when you see just that one achievement left and you think, you know, is it? Could it have done? Could you have done it? Absolutely you know, could but, have done it, but I don't blame him one bit for going, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about that. We're, we're not. here to talk about your latest story completion. We are indeed. Uh, so we are talking about a classic from 1992, going way back to the Mega Drive days. We are talking about Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Ah, uh, yes, the second of the Sonics. Predates Xbox, even. Classic XBLA game. Probably predates half our listeners. It predates most of our lives, yeah. On Xbox, though, it was released in 07, along with basically all of those old classic side scrolling uh sonic games uh one two three and sonic and knuckles that's right isn't it yeah 
possibly I haven't looked at the uh, other two, but I've played uh, the first and second one once they've come to Xbox. And you started it day of release. Certainly did. So you were keen, or well, I assume keen. <laughs> were you a Sonic fan prior to landing um, on the Xbox? No, I'd never played a Sonic game growing up, so this was like the opportunity, along with the first one, to sort of jump in and say, "Let's find out what these games are like." Um, and find out you did for all of what looks like a single level. <laughs> Obviously, uh, I've mentioned before with XBLA games, it's kind of hard to track how far people get yes. in them because there's very few achievements and most of them actually aren't story related. Um, so in terms of achievements, you earned two, one for beating the very first level and the other for beating the very first level in under 35 seconds. Yeah. And d- did you actually play more of it than just that first level? Uh, I almost certainly did, but I doubt I got very far. Mm-hmm. Maybe like the end of the entire first zone. Now, I did kind of look back because, as you mentioned, you also had done the first one, which you started when that came out as well back in August, so the previous month. But in that case, you blasted through the whole thing and you did complete the story in August 07. So what made this one different? Because you didn't come back to it until many, many years later. I did not find this one as good. Like I said, I never played it when I was younger, so I didn't have the nostalgia of going, I want to get to the next level, I want to get to the next level. I was treating it as a, this is the gamers now, so... The first zone was absolutely fine. I think I must have got to the second one and just gone, oh, this doesn't feel like what I would expect Sonic to be. Mm. You know, you expect Sonic to be, you know, fast paced, you're bouncing all over the place. But the second mm-hmm. zone, it's just not really got a very natural flow. There's a lot of slow platforming, which seems like the opposite of what you'd want from a Sonic game. Ah, So I have a bit of history with Sonic and what you're describing to me with your experience with the second game is basically how I feel about Sonic on the whole. I had Sonic, the first game, on the Sega Game Gear back when it came out. (laughs) And being a young, not very skilled gamer, I basically just played the first few levels again and again and again because, you know... We didn't have save states in those days, and games didn't handhold us, uh, and I sucked. So I never got any further with them, but I never got this kind of... Maybe it's just because I wasn't very good at like doing the flow, but it always felt really start-stop to me, and it was always more about just, you know, you do a little whizzy bit around a loop and down a slide, and then there would just be a lot of slowish platforming and avoiding enemies, yep. and it didn't feel like a flow i've got the same feeling um yeah you want to sort of be speeding along you make a jump you you bounce off something you spring to the next platform there's an mm-hmm. enemy there you jump off them you carry on you basically just don't want to stop moving which is kind of what the whole the whole vibe of sonic is supposed to be got to go fast never stop you know speed 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 and they just the games never feel like that to me and and i found that i've got one two three and knuckles started on on the xbox and only one of them I've ever completed the story for because every time I try and go back to them I just find them 
kind of a slog, kind of not very fun. And I, I feel like that's a hot take because I know they're so popular. Yeah, that was my feeling for at least half of the game. It's like, okay, this is not going as fast as I want. There's, you know, there's a couple of levels where you're like, okay, this feels like Sonic, but that's only half or maybe slightly less than half of them which mm. is just disappointing and you mentioned like not having the save states you know when you know it came out thankfully they're around now because i would not have gone through with this if they weren't there and for anyone who's ever completed these without that crutch hats off to you because you know they're not easy my six-year-old is sonic obsessed at the moment tv shows mostly not not necessarily the games and i've shown him the games and he's played the games you know, he doesn't bother with all the saving and all that stuff. He just wants to play it. And he can't get past, you know, the first few levels. He's, he's like me back in, you know, the early 90s. And I just think, how did anyone ever actually do this? <laughs> but, you know, different times. Had less games um, to play, so more time to focus on one of them. Yeah, you could spend all your time perfecting them. It, to be honest, it's true of Mario for me. I, you know, I, I, I never really played much Mario and I never got very really far any time I did. Neither did I. Uh, but some people people just smashed through those, you know. They could memorise the whole thing. I think I distinctly remember my first memory of Sonic was... I don't remember actually starting it. I remember playing it at a, a video game cafe, though. And I said, oh, I'll do this level. I ran forward, jumped into the water, immediately hit an enemy and died. And just <laughs> went, okay, I don't do Sonic. And I just passed it off to someone else. Yeah. And that's my first distinct memory of playing a Sonic game. I feel, yeah, I, you know, similar. I think for me, it's those it's those Game Gear days of playing the first, I think, maybe three levels, just on repeat. Yeah. <laughs> Being like, I, I think I'm having fun, but I'd like, I would like to see the rest of the game. I would but, like to have fun know. and to be going faster. Yes. So 2007, you got some of the way through. Can't remember how much exactly, not very far. You did come back uh, in 2015, uh, in August, to do two achievements, both of which relate to multiplayer which is interesting that they kind of added this kind of multiplayer mode to the game. Can you remember why you did that? Almost certainly it'd probably be like a TA event Mm. when they would do those things like their viral months or music months. I'm sure there was something to do with that, but no, I've got no idea. One of them is an online only versus, uh, you know, Xbox Live achievement. So it could have literally just been, you know, a session or... You know, someone saying, oh, I need to do this. Does anyone else need it kind of thing as well? Um, Probably similar for me. You did then nothing else for another three years, came back 2018 and got one single Chaos Emerald. Yep. Um, I'm assuming that just involved actually just replaying the first level. Uh, Yeah, because I think to get a Chaos Emerald, you have to get 50 rings and reach the end of the stage. Exactly. And so, yeah, that would have almost certainly been the first level. Yeah, gone back. You didn't. You didn't pick it up where wherever you left off. No, I would have restarted. Which has been my story. I think I've restarted each one of these maybe three or four times yeah. in the last ten years or so. And then you just uh, haven't played it in a while. Let's go back to the start, and that's actually yeah, probably the worst again. thing you can do because you play the first couple of levels like, oh, this is really good again, and then you probably get to where you just went, mm, no, exactly. Then uh, I say, hey guys, finish these uh, old stories, and I give you Sonic Two. And you go, okay. Uh, And at the end of March, you basically blast through it in pretty much two days. So 24th and the 25th, it looks like you blasted through, got all the Chaos Emeralds along the way, which I think is only five or six levels you have to perfect. Uh, Six. I can't remember. Maybe seven. I can't remember exactly. I only did it like two months ago and I really can't remember. 
That's how <laughs> it's already unmemorable. Yeah, that's it's already out of my mind. Those Chaos Emerald stages, however, will live with me for a long time. Because of the pain? Uh, yes, because as you're going through them, you Tails is with you. You're going to be avoiding stuff. Tails has a one second delay on any action you do. So if you want to jump over something, Tails will wait a second, then also jump. Oh, see, I think two is the one I have never really got to grips with. So let's rewind. Sonic 2 introduced Tails, and it was a co-op game? Uh, but you could also play it single player, and, and Tails is kind of there. Yes, you can play it either with Sonic and Tails single player, or just Sonic, or just Tails. There might be a co-op function, but I never looked at it. I can't remember. And, and obviously, Tails plays quite differently to Sonic. He can he fly in this one? He, or not? He must be able to to account for his lack of speed. But I never played mm. as him, so I've got no idea what he's like. But, uh, apart from an annoyance when he is there, absolutely, he's got the delay. Yeah, just this <laughs> nice. I'm going to jump over this, you know, bomb. Oh, Tails hasn't jumped over that bomb. Well, let's reload the last save state and try that again. So you're, it's, it's almost like you're carrying him. It's almost like he's uh, it's like an escort mission the whole game. Pretty Is much. That... Uh, well, only during the Chaos Emerald stages. For the main stages, he's mm. just there. But in the Chaos Emerald stages, no, he's an annoyance. A thorn in your side. Yeah, because every time he gets hit, he loses you some of your rings. Oh, oh I see. So his his failure to, yeah. to, to time things properly costs you, even though you have no control over that necessarily yeah because you've got to get a certain amount of rings to get the chaos emerald every time oh. you get hit you lose 10 and you could go through yourself not getting hit but if tails is constantly getting hit you're not going to do it oh that sounds painful yeah it's not great then you also became supersonic is that as a result of getting all the chaos emeralds you can become supersonic i don't know the mechanic you've got to get the chaos emeralds then once you get 50 rings again you can press jump twice and then you turn into supersonic Nice. Who becomes stupidly fast. Yeah, the, well, the game you want to actually play, Speedy Sonic. To an extent. Uh, but you also have to stay as him for one minute. Yeah, that just means getting 60 rings and activating it, because uh, it goes down by one second per ring you start with. Ah, okay, so you only need to do it once. As long as you've got 60 to start with, you'll get both achievements. Yeah, you just right. jump and stand in one spot, and it will eventually get there. I thought it was one of these things where you have to like keep getting rings or keep jumping on enemies or something in order to maintain the timer but no thankfully not okay and then you finished the game you rocked it out uh 25th of march congratulations thank you but you didn't complete it because as with all of these xbla sonic games there is also the dreaded speed run were you trying for it in this playthrough this first playthrough that you did i um, was but because of the chaos emerald stages it's it's really, really hard to get it down as doing it all in one playthrough because you're not going to be nailing everything as well as you want to. So I tried, mm. but I, I was probably 10 minutes over. Oh, but did that mean when you went back to do it the very next day to complete the entire game, it was easy to get it under an hour? Or was it still a bit tricky? I found doing the speed run so much easier than just playing the game regularly. Because by that point, obviously, I know all the levels again. It was less frustrating, less annoying. It was easier. I don't know. It's it's just because in my head, I was like, ah, this is this is all I need to do now. 
there's an excellent spreadsheet in one of the guides where you can enter your time in seconds and it'll say that you have this much time left to do the rest of the levels and how much time Ooh. and like oh you can now average this time for each level and this time for each level Oh, see, that's really handy. Does that exist for the first one? I haven't. Yeah, it does. It that. exists for the first one as well. It's like by the time oh. you've done the first three stages, you can do those in about a combined two and a half minutes. Uh, you've got about three minutes on average per level at the start. So by the end, you're getting up to averaging 15 minutes a level to complete. Should be easy, yeah. And and with save states, as long as uh, so my thing with save states is because you get. Is it like four or five saves? It's three. On each one? Oh, it's three, yeah. But always keep a single save for the start of each level. And then the next two saves are the, you're kind of the ones that you alternate. This is my yeah. approach anyway. No, I've got the same approach. But never overwrite that first one because if you are like, I'm not doing this very well, you could always just reload at the beginning of that level in order to um, get a do-over, get a mulligan on that on that level. Yeah, I took the same approach. But even though it's on the Series X, like if you reload a certain save point too many times, it actually... Oh my god. Waiting. Yeah. Yeah, it says something. Getting your game ready or yeah, something. Yeah, it takes like, like five to ten seconds ready. to load, which... It's insane. And it's... So you could literally reload the same bit 20 times, and 10 of those times, it's almost instantaneous. Yeah, they're both actually bad because, like, if it's reloading instantaneously, you've got to be on it straight away. But as soon as it starts hanging, you're like, when's it mm. going to go? And if you're at one of those stages where you're like, you are going fast and you've got to time a jump really precisely, mm -hmm. you've probably messed up your save and maybe you should revert because you're not going to get the timing right. And it's completely random, seemingly, as well. So you'll, you'll get, like, instant, 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 10 seconds, instant, instant, 10 yeah. seconds. <laughs> and you're just like, what, what, what's the difference? The action, what's being loaded, is exactly the same every single time. It's some, something to do with the emulation or something. is is just not optimised. I don't know what it is. World's most powerful um, console. <laughs> it's weird. I, it, was, it was the I do remember it being the same... On the 360, doing it, you know. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I remember machine. Yeah, had the, having the same yeah. with the first one and with Golden Axe because yeah. that's got the same process. Yeah, I think it basically operates almost exactly the same. I don't think there's any improvements on the on the series consoles. I wouldn't think so, no. But there you go. You you wrapped up the entire thing for 12 whole achievements, 200 gamer score. <laughs> <laughs> so worth it. <laughs> It's an 8% completion rate, so it's not the easiest or the hardest game. Yeah. Um, it's over a 2 ratio, which for an Xbox 360 game, yeah, high. No single achievement is is under, you know, is at that level particularly. It's it's basically the speedrun that, that pulls it down and getting all the Chaos Emeralds, I guess, a little bit. But if you've if you've done that, you've basically done all the rest. It's it's the speed run. Yeah, the speed run is that, that, that drags it right what, down. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be what puts a lot of people off actually going for that mm -hmm. completion. There'll be a lot of people, with, you know, eleven out of twelve. Yeah, but I don't think no. Everyone on my friends list has either fully completed it or is like only done three or four achievements. That's interesting. Probably because a lot of people do like what we originally did, which is kind of hop off it. Maybe keep coming back over the years, but never actually go for it. But if you go for it and you really commit to it, it isn't actually that long, right? It's it's under an hour, the game. Yeah. Uh, so two hours if you do it 
twice although a lot of that will be reloading i think realistically you're looking at a handful of hours probably um i would say i certainly spent more than three or four hours on it i think maybe Mm. four or five doing the base game and another two hours doing the speed run yeah sounds sounds about my level as well yeah with all that with all that especially with the delays on the reloading so um you've done the original i've done the original uh, full completion which you similar so you did the the whole game apart from the speed run back in 2007 and then you came back to do the speed run at the beginning of last year uh, did you do that first try on on that one i'm curious because yes. i'm going to be doing it myself so yeah the first point. the first one i just went straight in and uh yeah went for the speed run because like you say mm. save states and it's pretty easy to do it that way and it's oh actually yeah 40 minutes for that one so it's it's tighter but it's i think tight. there's less levels yeah so i have sonic and knuckles and sonic 3 on my never ending stories list but me being me <laughs> i want to do the first two before i do those two <laughs> so i am currently doing basically the same thing and i'm trying not to like fall into the trap of doing the speed run just for the sake of the completion just to get the story done yeah the point is to do the story on all four but realistically i am reloading and it's trying to do kind of well or at least get all the chaos emeralds and all of that stuff along the way and then if i'm doing that i'm thinking well i may as well just go back and do the speed run right <laughs> like if i've done that the speed runs aren't hard they are just they are you know one of the kinder speed run achievements out there because of the save states but they are still annoying mm. because of the amount you are going to be reloading yeah i think having that spreadsheet actually might maybe be the difference for me actually going for it because knowing how close you are to the average and if you say actually no i need to redo that level because i'm not going to make it otherwise because that's kind of the thing isn't it you, you don't get like three quarters of the way through the game and be like i feel like i might be over but i haven't been tracking it properly and i don't really know and then and then getting to the end and it's like one hour one minute and you're like no yeah the spreadsheet is a absolute game changer just being mm. able to know that okay i've done these four in under part time i can be a little bit more lenient on this level which i know is a bit of an annoying mm-hmm. level and then i can gain some more time back later do you own the other sonic arcade titles or any other sonic titles no uh, these are the only two that I've ever uh, owned for the Xbox. Do you have any desire to expand into the other ones? Not in the slightest. Mm, not your uh, thing. No, the only other Sonic game I own in my life is Sonic Adventures for the GameCube, which is a much, much better game. Interesting. That's the 3D style one, isn't it? Yes. I believe. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I'll be doing all the arcade ones, but probably none of the others, um, because, like I say, I just don't love it. This segment is about stories, and it seems a bit funny because, especially in these original arcade games, they are very story-thin, shall we say. Yes. I can't even remember if they really properly explain what's going on, apart from just, you're a hedgehog, there's a baddie. He's doing some bad stuff with robots and animals. Off you go. Uh, you've nailed it. You press start. It goes Emerald Hill Zone Act 1, and then off you go. Off you go. There's, there was probably a manual with the game that gave you a bit of backstory. Uh, almost certainly. Um, but when, you, when you had the Game Gear version. yeah. Almost certainly. But or, you had to, or, you know, the comics, the TV shows. 
tell you what, the Sonic TV show of the, of the early 90s was an absolute classic. There was, there was two as well, actually, two quite close together that were kind of, yeah, quite good. But um, my, like I say, my son is really into it. And the newest one, uh, Sonic Prime, uh, <laughs> I've actually really enjoyed it as well as a kind of, you know, Saturday morning cartoon kind of thing. Um, but it's actually pretty well written and it's all kind of um, sci-fi. They, they explore the multiverse. It's Sonic in the multiverse. Is Sonic so. Prime the cousin of Optimus Prime? No, no oh. relation, I believe. Ah, oh, that's a shame. I think it re- it refers to the main Sonic world being the Prime world, um, in the same way that there's Earth Prime in the MCU, and then he goes into various different versions where all the different characters from Sonic are kind of different versions of themselves. I um, see. It's good. It's it's decent. It's 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 fun. It's well written. I recommend it. You know, if you like kids' cartoons as an adult. <laughs> Or you've got kids, I'd, I'd recommend it. Uh, I don't have kids, but I, I might check it out because a good cartoon is a good cartoon regardless of age. <laughs> Amazing. Is there anything else you want to talk about Sonic apart from being glad it's over? Uh, no, I think I've I think I've made the point quite succinctly. So, and you've made it as well. It's, like, it's, it's a game. It feels like it should be going faster than it is. Yeah, it, it just doesn't feel like the classic is held up to be in my eyes but with the options that were available at the time i'm sure it was great yeah like if you go back 30 years to when it first came out you know i'm sure it was worlds away from everything else that was out at the time but sadly i wasn't playing that yeah i guess everything is relative i guess it felt fast when everything else was so slow oh yeah without question Anyhow, okay, well, brilliant. Uh, have you got any plans to knock any more of your stories out, or shall we uh, wait until we talk about that in another time, maybe? The plans are still the same as last time. Um, yeah, still looking at Far Cry, Instincts Predator as the next one on the list. Mm. But that's probably going to be a couple of months away now. Okay, thank you again for joining me, Aerotech. It's uh, been a pleasure. Did I get it right again? Yeah, close enough. Good enough. It's like me calling you Chiwai. Erotech. 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 And I will speak to you again, hopefully soon, uh, on another Never Ending Stories. We shall speak soon.